Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today is September 5th, 2019, and the FSU season is already dead. Yep. <laughs> we are already completely shot our our uh, our chances right in the foot, and it's already over. So congratulations. The podcast will not be speaking about FSU for the rest of the season. I'm your host, Anthony Dietrich, the saddest FSU fan in the world. I'm brought, joined, as always, by the hardest working person in Doe Campbell Stadium, Kevin Costello, what up? Damn right. Damn right I am the hardest working person in that stadium because you sure it ain't Willie Taggart. <laughs> My goodness. Can you please coach the team? You might honestly have a better Dude, I'd this literally rate. walk on the field if I wanted to with my job, so I might probably Probably could also just slap all the coaches right in the face and ask them what I'll, you I'll, I'll do a run on third down. <laughs> I'm also joined by a very special guest this week. We have a legend in the game, uh, also apparently works for JD. <laughs> and I got that completely wrong when I was talking to him earlier. It's our good friend, Brad Perez. What up, Brad? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Let us get rowdy. <laughs> I like, we actually probably do need some, uh, some catchphrases. We've been slacking on that for 31 episodes at this yeah. rate. I got to get some um, on a t-shirt. So unfortunately, Alex cannot be here this week. Alex has actually texted me. He is uh, unfortunately stuck uh, back in 1989 right now. He is uh, <laughs> in one of those uh, Terminator conundrums. Uh, hopefully he can make it back to the present. But until then, uh, thoughts and prayers with Alex. Um, and of course, you know, no methy this week either, but whatever. Um, Alex is just still throwing it back to Darlington. Alex is still <laughs> back there for us, uh, you know, just chilling. Um, so we had a wild weekend at Darlington. We had... Uh, really interesting, um, really interesting race for the finish uh, in the Cup Series, including a good good battle between Larson and Jones with Kyle Busch just kind of lurking in the background. We had a lot of chase implications going on with uh, Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Newman, all just kind of it's continuing to be who has the least amount of bad luck. And <laughs> I mean, first things first, what about those those paint schemes were beautiful this weekend. They that zero zero looked beautiful under the lights. You can't go wrong with the silver bullet paint scheme. It's just fact. Brad, I got to ask you, since you're our guest and I've barely let you speak, uh, what was your favorite paint scheme this week? Like, uh, I got to say, I got to give it to the, the 48. Dude, the, the ally, really? 
I'm a huge off-road fan. Okay. And seeing that Ally was like, you know what? Screw it. Do whatever you want. And they even brought his old trophy truck to the track. So I did not know they brought the, the trophy uh, truck there. Nice. Yeah. At the Midway display, they had it there. And the best part about that 48 car is that even during the day, that bolt was like fluorescent. It just it glowed so much. It blinded us. Like when we were going through tech, I'm like, dang, I see that car from Mississippi. <laughs> I want to be opposed to Ally running that uh, scheme next year for full time. If that I, was full time, it would be better than the one that they I, have. Right I now. like the scheme better than the one they're on now. That's just me, though. The one they weren't run now is nice, but that one is nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Add a couple of E's to the end of that and let's go. Yeah. E. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I was trying to think. I loved Bowman's scheme. I wish that Bowman was more of a competitor in that one uh, late in the race. He was just kind of chilling around the top 10, but like NBC doing a classic, uh, Bowman's not winning. We're not kind of focusing on that. Uh-huh. Um, also, the 95 looked sweet under the lights. I really oh, do like that. A good one. Yeah, we're big Matty D guys on this podcast. We're also a very pro Brandon Jones podcast, and Brandon in the Xfinity had a very nice-looking paint scheme, in my opinion. The Grey Ghost. The Grey Ghost, exactly. You can't go wrong with the Grey Ghost. The Grey Ghost uh, returns. <laughs> so, um, uh, Brad, you actually work for um, JDM as their uh, front tire changer, you uh, told me? Uh, no, just the tire specialist. If, tire if they specialist. let me go over the wall, I'd probably cost us made roughly a... five laps per race. Oh, my. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me about the race on Saturday. Um, how, how, do, how was everything perspective as it goes? Um, well, I had a pretty hectic day. Um, I, I can't really go into details, but it was very embarrassing, and I definitely did not do the best of jobs. But uh, it was all okay, because our crew chief, Mark Setzer, um, made me feel okay by harassing me for the next two days. That's fine. <laughs> as long as he's, as long as he's uh, you know, grief, that, that's fine. It's all in good you fun. Know, you, you, did, you, did, you did your job at that point. He's noticing you and just trying to give you, give you a little bit of uh, some pointers there. Absolutely. Man, I how was the how was the weather over there? Because I know on Sunday, obviously, it rained into the wee hours of the night, and you know Saturday it seemed a little humid and miserable. <laughs> it was hot, a heck. It was <laughs> it was not Florida hot, but it was like I've been in North Carolina for a couple weeks, and then we were at Road America last week where it was air conditioning outside. Oof. So you go to Darlington, and it's like, oh, this is what swamp feels like. <laughs> Up here in uh, Tallahassee, we had a slight breeze at when it was 95 out, and I had felt so great. And then it went away, and I was like, well, still got to wait another month for that. Ooh, a breeze? Never heard of her. Yep. Oh, man. That, I, I'm going to just ignore the fact that I live about a mile from the beach, and I feel that every single day <laughs> of my life. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes, enslaved beach. Um. <laughs> so... Let me ask you this. So you drive a lot of different cars around. I've, I've kind of lurked your Facebook a little bit. Normally we do a Wikipedia kind of a spark note of our guests and uh, the Wikipedia page for yours is still under construction. Oh, so yeah. I peeked on your Facebook what? and uh, you drive a lot of different cars. What's the most interesting thing you say you've driven over the years? Um, most interesting thing? Uh, I would probably say a formula car. I got the Ooh. chance to drive a... Uh, it's like a Mazda. Imagine like a Formula Ford, like a yeah. classic Formula Ford, but except has like a Mazda 1.8 liter motor in it. Ooh. And it had no aero. It was honestly kind of scary because I've never driven a car that didn't have a cockpit. 
Okay. And, and it was it was awesome. Like the thing is just you slide it around. It looked like a a daddy long legs from the outside, and then on the inside it was like a go kart that I can't see out of. Oh my goodness, that's kind of that, that that's a little terrifying. There, where'd you drive that? Uh, Palm Beach International Raceway. It was part oh, okay, of okay. the Lucas Oil School of Racing. I got a scholarship thing to do that. So I did it, and uh, they kind of wanted me to do the racing series, and I was like, I'm broke. I was like, okay, <laughs> see you later. Oh, man. But it was fun while it lasted. Oh, that sounds really exciting, honestly. I yeah. definitely have never driven anything even remotely close to that in real life. I, so, I mean, that just sounds absolutely exhilarating. Um, on the list, though, of things in the future that you'd like to drive, what is, like, your dream car to, like, just get behind the wheel of and let go? Uh, can I get an order of a NASCAR Xfinity Series car? <laughs> <laughs> Simple enough. Yeah. yeah I, know, I know a team that uh, is... Yes. We have recurring guests on this podcast that might be open to giving you a ride. You happen I'm, to know I'm, a guy? <laughs> we happen to know a couple of guys. I happen to have DM'd a couple uh, of drivers before. Let me just say that. Hmm. 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 So, Big think. Which um which Xfinity track then would like most interest your your like peak your interest really because I know Alex and pretty much uh, Garrett said this too like Iowa is their favorite track and it seems to be like the more popular answer amongst like Xfinity people either on the, in the garage or on the track so I'm curious like which track is really interesting to you? Well, I'm a roadie boy, so I am the least confident on an oval. Like I'd <laughs> say probably Garrett could say that because he has a lot of oval experience. But for me, it's like, if you put me at mid-Ohio and give me, like, a moderate chance, I feel like I could do pretty decent. Mid-Ohio is a fun track. I would, oh, I, yeah. if I was on the Xfinity schedule, definitely Watkins Glen is the one I feel like I have the most, like, racing experience on or, like, video game racing experience in general that I feel like, okay, I'm not going to just yeet this off the track. <laughs> exactly. So, um but i mean as far as like i i think that richmond would be so much fun like richmond is just a more narrow iowa and iowa just is too ridiculous trying to drive on that outside line and just make it stick oh yeah and iowa is super bumpy i'd imagine that's one thing that people don't understand (laughs) yeah like you need to do those neck ups (laughs) oh make sure you're not falling off the right side of the car when you're trying to wheel that thing over bumps at like a million degrees did You're I bringing... see that you got the opportunity to run the Roval? Uh, I have run the Roval before. Oh, wow. wow, okay. A spec Miata. Oh, wow, okay. How was that? Which, um, which version of the Roval? They've had like five different versions at this point. So I've driven in a Legend car. I've driven the short Roval. So like if you go on iRacing and look at like Legends Long, like that, mm-hmm. that version of the course I've run, uh, I was leading the race there with like six laps to go, and I walled it. Ooh. So I could, I could be saying, I could be sitting here saying, yes, I have won at the Roval, but no, alas, I have, I have failed. All right, we need but... to get a guest on that's one of the Roval. So if you know Chase Briscoe <laughs> real well, get him on. <laughs> but uh, I've also run the uh, Roval, no front chicane, no back chicane. So like the old school Roval. Okay, yeah, I do love that uh, front chicane. I was sitting right in front of it uh, for the uh, Johnson Shurex wreck, and unfortunately, my phone died right as I got there, which is uh, really, really sad. Uh, I also was losing my mind. I threw a couple of um, 
things in the air when Blaney, uh, <laughs> one, Blaney is like one of my favorite drivers. And I, I did not know when I got, this was the first race I've been to in like 13 years or something. I did not know you could drink at races in the stands. What? I did not know that. <laughs> did not know that. Um, as a huge NASCAR fan, I'm embarrassed by that. But oh. I, as soon as I found out from these uh, guys at the Xfinity race, I was like, all right. Tomorrow I'm bringing a 20 pack and we'll we'll be or 24 pack sorry <laughs> we'll be fine. And they said no 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 we need one now because we're gonna leave after this race and then go to the concert after the race. And I was like oh <laughs> okay yeah. fine. Oh. Then. What is NASCAR without copious amounts of alcohol? <laughs> See I I assumed everyone who went there just had to have been super rich to just be buying copious amounts of alcohol at the track. Oh, now it no. makes more sense. <laughs> Oh, God. No, 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 God. no. And that's literally what has gotten all my friends to want to go to races with me this year. God bless NASCAR. <laughs> well, NASCAR so was founded on three things. Beer, gasoline, and anything that will never make cable TV. <laughs> damn right. Damn, damn right. God bless NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, you do a lot of iRacing or... Uh, I am a moderate iRacer. Uh, as of late, I haven't done much because I moved... And I have no internet, so I'm like racing That's off tough. a hotspot. Yeah. Oh wow! Someone get this man internet. I can't imagine like not <laughs> living without internet. That's you, absolutely. You bonkers. work in the Xfinity series. They can hook you up. Come on, of Xfinity. course. Get on this baby, Marcus please. Lemonade. Please give me internet. Y'all, y'all called me over over the uh, the weekend to ask me how my service is doing when I don't actually have any service. So <laughs> call this man and get him service, please, Xfinity. Please and thank you. So when you do iRacing, what um what do you normally uh, run in it? I guess since now iRacing seems to be a staple of NBCSN. <laughs> so uh, I'm part of this team, uh, my buddies DL Performance. So I run nice. a bunch of like. C open, B open races with them. Uh, occasionally, okay. if I'm not racing with them, I'll be running like IMSA, like the Porsche. I love oh, Porsche. Our favorite nice. series on here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We got, we got in a long argument about whether Grant <laughs> Enfinger and Ben Rhodes actually drove in an IMSA race. And I was right. <laughs> I just want to uh, yes. correct. Yes, they did. Not the top series, or maybe, I don't know. Anyway, well, the, ex- the Xfinity series of that. <laughs> Do you have a uh, a favorite track on iRacing? Favorite track on iRacing. Um, you cannot you cannot even touch me at New Hampshire. Really? Like, okay, so this I, man pedals uh, real well. Cannot even touch me at New Hampshire, especially when the tires fall off. It's a wrap. Nice. Oh man, so I'm the I mean, New Hampshire track, is all so. pedaling really. So like that that's a that's a fun track, honestly. I, I I applaud you for actually being able to wheel it around there. Do you mess with Martinsville a lot then also since it's just a shorter version or Yes, my I'm I'm pretty good at Martinsville in the A car and the B car. The truck, however, I cannot I cannot help you. I, <laughs> I do not know what I'm doing. I just unlearn how to breathe at that track in the Oh truck. my goodness. Well, <laughs> I'll definitely boost my ego by getting on there with you. That'll make me feel a lot better. Like, hey, I'm a professional driver. I wouldn't say professional either. <laughs> I beat a semi-professional driver that has more experience than I do at every single track. Uh, that's more like it. All right. Um, so I, um, we normally kind of ask this question to all our guests. If you can go back in time to any uh, event in racing and see it live at the track, which one would you want to go see? Ooh. Ooh. Um, making you think I know this is this is super hard because like I have like three of them in mind, but like for all different reasons. 
okay. I guess well, like sure power rank them then. <laughs> okay, so if I was there for the extreme cultural significance, I'd be there for the '79 Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. Of course, a classic. You know, it the the crowd must have been amazing. The race was probably boring halfway through, but then like the end would have just made me like like throw myself off like the first floor of the speedway because there is no second floor. Oh my goodness! At the time, and then probably the two thousand one Pepsi four hundred for obvious hey, reasons. Great it's like race. imagine being in that like grandstand. Like it's like I'm surprised. I am actually getting chills out. right now from you bringing that up. <laughs> like I... flash bulbs every time the cars come by. What like, a different a era soul. of NASCAR. Yes, like when everybody thought the race was fixed. It's like it doesn't matter, I mean, though, because we're all hype. <laughs> I don't think anyone really cares if the race was fixed. Like, let's be honest here. That was still awesome. Exactly. Oh, and then probably for the, just the race itself, um, I would have loved to go to, like, a Watkins Glen race back in, mm-hmm. like, the late 80s. Oh, okay, okay. Just to camp out, have fun do ignorant things. It, yeah. it, I'm trying to think when F1 stopped going to Watkins Glen because it became too dangerous for them after a while. I think it was in the late it was 1980s. It was 1980? Yeah. yeah. Kevin's our nerd on the podcast, so he pretty yeah. much usually corrects me when nerd. I'm incorrect. He always roasts me. It's awful. You got to get him out of here. I love it, though, because I'm a nerd when it comes to like obscure NASCAR knowledge. No, perfect. F1, we I need don't that. Know. Yeah, we kind of just do F1 for about like five minutes and then just let it breathe for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, I have a question. So the, um, they used to do the boot, obviously not in NASCAR, but with F1. Um, what do you think about uh, if there are no stages, NASCAR potentially running the boot at Watkins Glen? Like, what, would, what are your thoughts? I think that would make the race so long that I'd fall asleep. <laughs> 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 yeah, and NBC wouldn't have that awesome uh, shot on the backstretch either. So exactly, like I love the boot. Don't get me wrong. Like I've raced mm-hmm. at Watkins Glen before, so I've ran the boot, and it's it's dope. But it's just like for stock cars, it's like it, there's no like decent passing zones. You know, it's it's wheel hop central. I It'd don't. Just be I, I don't think it's fun. Time. I feel like like no passing zones. Like obviously, people can make mistakes there, but. You ruin, it. you ruin coming out of the carousel and getting yes. a run into six. Yes, but then you get a run into a different six. Yeah, but it's, the, it's that, a lot harder. It's to so slow. Yeah, yeah you'd be coming out that corner, corner so slow, yeah. Yeah, it is a very slow corner. And then you just, like, you're going uphill into another, like, hard right. Yeah, it is. I do like it just because it brings, like, an extra passing zone, but it also takes away from a really, really good opportunity coming out of the carousel, which... It's a double-edged sword. I would like it. I would like to see it, but I also feel like if they did that, they'd have to test it on something like K&N series. I don't know. I'd be. I would not be opposed to that. Yeah, I mean, kind of cool. They they could obviously like do things with the lower series. I mean, I feel like didn't they try and do that with the uh, carousel at Sonoma before this year with the K&N series, or did they just change it to change it forever? No, they can't remember just to change it. I think it was a good improvement. I loved it. I think it made the track much better. It's a lot of fun. Still a tough race with stages, but we are very anti-stage at road courses. Well, I, I agree. Am, I, know, Kevin. <laughs> I agree with this statement. Perfect. That's three people. NASCAR, you're you're you're, you're on the hot seat right now. You're Majority pissing rules. ice water over a hot stove right now. <laughs> okay, so you want to hop on into some Darlington talk? <laughs> 
we can just kind of ask you questions along the way too, if we remember anything. For sure. All right. Sweet. Cool. Cool. I'll, I'll, cool. So I'll get have... started by saying, uh, "Welcome to or the the fall of Jones now, since summer for me is officially over, at least." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were completely incorrect about the summer. Kevin, because uh, he was hot, but he wasn't Denny Hamlin hot. Okay, and yes, he finally got his win. Happened on Labor Day. What do do? Either way, though, like I mean, Nolan was the one, and R.I.P. to our Angel. He was the one who was going absolutely nuts in the group chat about Eric yeah. Jones, and I don't blame him. He's been waiting a long time for this one. I'm stoked for Eric Jones, dude. I was I was hyped for Eric Jones, like. Me, I, I love to uh, ruffle some feathers. So I am a Kyle Busch fan. Mm. If Kyle Busch does well, I'm stoked because it pisses everybody off. I love yep. it. Yeah. He can drive very well, but he also like has a, like, a yeah, attitude, but people get He's mad about that. And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, uh. so what? Make people mad. So like seeing Kyle catch Eric, and I genuinely thought he was going to get passed, but seeing how Eric was just like, I block, I block. I take away air. I block. I was like, oh, he's okay. a smart driver when it comes to this era of racing. Wanna, yes. he, he, like, I don't deny that he's a prick. I deny, I, or I don't, yeah, I don't deny that he's a prick. <laughs> I, I doubt people that say he's not a good driver because he's the best driver out there. Like, he, he wins in every single series, obviously has the best car in the lower series, but man, the way that he races and he understands how air works and how to take away the other driver's advantage behind him is just, it's, you can't compare it to any other driver in, in NASCAR right now. Like he really just understands his package so well. I always compare Kyle Busch to like, as if like everybody else is racing cockpit cam and then Kyle <laughs> Busch has the telemetry up and is racing car chase. <laughs> like oh that's how he drives. You are correct. All right. Um, so your favorite driver then right now is Kyle Busch uh, in cup series. Uh, like who do, would you, say so you model your racing style after brad or brad, uh, after kyle or... <laughs> uh, brad ra- races like brad wow who knew <laughs> i am nowhere close to driving like kyle bush <laughs> like i'm like a wuss compared to him <laughs> like i i race a lot like i guess uh how could i hmm. i don't even know like who would i who's a good road course racer well, max pappas no, Max Pappas is like an iron head. Like he'll he'll move everybody out of the way. I'm not like that. So but... I am more like Max Pappas. Finally, I figured it out. <laughs> so you're like a, just, like a smart conservative calm. road course racer. Who would that be? And Cup oh, right not now. Not Lewis Hamilton. And not Almondinger. Well not right now, but <laughs> Almondinger can't catch a break to save his life. Even if he had a glove the size of a stadium, he couldn't catch it. <laughs> Dude, but Almondinger drives like like a pissed off teenager. Like, yeah, well, he's got a pissed off teenager named Noah Gragson that keeps bumping into him. <laughs> he's not oh, a teenager no. anymore, all right. <laughs> okay, well, maybe he should stop DMing. Like that. Oof. <sighs> That's fire. I am really going off on this kid right now. I wow, 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> what did Noah Gragson do to you, Anthony? Noah Gragson kept showing up on my timeline in very uh. angry various tweets, and it was just annoying me to the point that I don't even like him anymore. I don't know why, but I can't figure it out. <laughs> I've been reprogrammed. All right, so looking at the results from the cup race, uh, Chris Busher with another solid run. Yes, and... I needed my Chris Busher update from you. I was yes, honestly waiting Chris on that. Yes, Chris Busher. Yes, in 12th place. Uh, 
Pollard with a very quiet top ten. Good Same with Austin Dillon. I saw him yeah. in the top ten with like twenty to go. I'm like, where did he come from? Yeah. By the way, also a very, very nice looking scheme on both Paul Menard and Austin Dillon. Look very oh, yeah. clean under the lights. Super sweet. Oh yes. Uh, um, obviously, our boy Matty D with another top ten. I believe that's his fifth top ten this season. Just once again killing it this year. Good oh, run ish for uh, Ty Dillon in twentieth. Okay, I had a bunch of notes that I wanted to read from the race because I was drinking and taking notes for the first time in a while. So first things first, uh, Rick Allen said they are turning 24-second lap times. Uh, Brad, did you False. believe that watching the race? Uh, I don't know yeah. about that. but yeah. So when Rick Allen said that, I tried to time it, and they were doing a solid 31, I believe. So Rick Allen's thinking they're going 200 miles an hour around. Darlington is another... Reason why the stage two without Rick Allen was possibly my favorite moment of this entire uh, <laughs> summer fall series right now. Oh, man. We had the boys, DJ, Dale Jr., and Kyle in the booth, and that was fire. I don't know. Uh, I don't, Kevin, you agree with me, right? Yeah, I, I found it funny because I was watching practice on Friday, and Kyle didn't even know he was uh, going to do that this weekend until oh, they really? told him, like on uh, the NASCAR America. I forget if it was NASCAR America or during like an Xfinity practice. He was like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> cool." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get, oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I guess I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Uh, pretty pretty much how we we did this interview. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I guess surprise results. Denny Hamlin, for the first time in his entire NASCAR career at Arlington, did not finish on the lead lap. That, that is a, the most ridiculous stat I've ever heard in my life. That is a Larry Mack stat right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously it wasn't of his fault. He was running fourth when two cars wrecked in front of him and he had nowhere to go. Same thing happened to Jimmy Johnson. He got damaged as well as William Byron and Kurt Busch. Both all of them managed to finish way ahead of Denny Hamlin, but they all got their good runs run. Well, even Kurt Busch, I guess, stayed the same. He finished seventh. But uh, Kurt Busch's scheme, I have to just say, this was absolute dog poop. Really? I did not like it. You don't like bright orange it, cars? It, did, it, didn't, it didn't. Well, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm a little traumatized this weekend still. I don't know. Uh, bright orange is, is atrocious to me right now. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, I mean, no, this was the classic, like, like I said earlier, like which driver does not have the most bad luck? Because Ryan Newman had a tire going down and essentially is coming down pit road and everyone ran. But he had seemed to have gotten into Daniel Hemrick, which, I mean, he's the one that spun out and caused Jimmy to wreck. So I guess my question is, is Ryan Newman actually an assassin? Like, getting <laughs> this is two races in a row that this man has plotted and schemed against another driver trying to get into the chase. Everyone's racing in 2019, and Newman's out here in 3019. <laughs> That's how he plans his blocks. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't even know if they're blocks anymore. I think it's straight up that Newman has knives on the end of his car and is just slashing tires out here, or just destroying aero packages because he is. It's ridiculous. Like, we know that this is classic Newman. He's impossible to pass. But, I mean, the horseshoe that was up Jimmy's ass is now up Ryan's ass. I have to just I say. Agree. Like, there's, there's no other way to describe it. <laughs> uh, Suarez but, uh, also had trouble. Newman, um, you know, I already mentioned that. But I just feel for Jimmy, man. He's just never going to seem to. Like, he had that, too. He had, the he had such points. a good run. 
I think he 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 finished in 16th place. He had more points. Um, he had 34 points. He had more points than eighth place Matt Benedetto with 29. So at least he had a good points day with those two stages. Still doesn't mean anything finishing 16th. He finishes in eighth. He's got eight more points, 41 points, 42. I can't do math. Um, so, I mean, it just sucks for him. Like, I am honestly starting to feel bad for Jimmy after years of torment watching him win races. So it's just like, man, I'm starting to feel a little bit bad for the kid. Or the, Everyone the kid, the has an off year. It's just part of it. And yeah, but the problem is with an off year in NASCAR, year. you're going to get the boot for Matt Benedetto in today's day and age. So, Well, for Jimmy, it's well, not even been a bad year. It's been like a bad couple of years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He hasn't really been since he won the championship. Even in 2017, he would have just kind of like, what? that's not Jimmy Johnson out there kind of moments. Yeah, I mean, last year he made the playoffs. He was in contention for the win at the Roval and a couple mm-hmm. other places. This year it's only been literally Chicagoland and uh, – Daytona too, so like back to back races. But other than that, he had he had good speed at Darlington. Probably probably the third best speed he's had all year. Yeah, he was running in yeah. second during that first stint. He was looking pretty solid. Like he was a tough uh, cat to pass. And honest to God, like you know, he was making it difficult. Mm-hmm. I thought he yeah, legitimately well, had a chance to win. I don't well, know if he, he had a chance to win. But... Way behind Suarez. Well, not way behind. Five positions higher than, uh, or lower than Suarez. He ended up scoring more points than them, so that helped him a little bit with the cut line situation. But mm-hmm. he's still 18 back going into Darlington. And while that is technically, I'm, pr- I'm pretty possibly uh, makeable on points, it's looking like a must-win scenario for him. It is Indianapolis. I will say this, like, no matter what, like Jimmy is now, he does have the most wins at Indy, if I recall correctly. So of active drivers, of active drivers, of active yeah. drivers. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Does Jeff Gordon have the most all time? Yes. Yeah. Right, I'll go. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> That's the one stat that I do know. <laughs> no, thank you for yeah. that one. You did correct me. Um, can I get the and, uh, scorecard, please? And Indy is kind of weird because, like, we know there, there's a lot of strategy that goes on there, which you would think would help him. But there's also a lot of strategy for everyone else that he's racing with, too. And if I'm Newman and Suarez and Boyer, I'm probably going to do what else everyone is doing because that's who you're racing. You're not racing Mm -hmm. Kyle Busch for the win. You're racing to get into the playoffs. So that's going to be hard for Jimmy. If I remember correctly, last year, Matt Kenseth won a stage. Yeah, indeed. So yep. that's how backwards strategy can go. And the year before mm-hmm. that, Trevor Bain was legitimately in position to win that race. Okay, but that was an insane Oof. race. That was, that was <laughs> no, no, no. Like, one of the wackiest races of all time. Well, it was before like everyone wrecked at the end, but he, if the Boyer and I think it was Eric Jones and Kurt Busch, it was Boyer, Bo- it happened, was Boyer, Bush, and Jones, yeah. Trevor Bain would have won that race. Correct. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not correct, but yes, I can see your uh, <laughs> point. I didn't realize how close it was. Suarez and Ryan Newman are actually tied with 617 points. Yeah. And, New- and Suarez <laughs> has the tiebreaker. That's nuts, man. Is it? I, oh, I assume yeah. tiebreaker is stage points. Uh, tiebreaker is actually highest finish scored in the regular season. And Suarez has the tiebreaker with a third or fourth place finish i forget i mean it's not gonna matter at all because texas in the spring actually could matter based on stage points they could technically still tie but that would oh yeah don't make me do math right now please oh yeah 
<laughs> NBC will do it for us. Don't worry. Yes. Um, Steve Latart like can ramble NBC on for it. three minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Kyle Busch has pretty much clinched the regular season uh, championship or, you know, the yeah regular season championship. The, the president's trophy. Yes, exactly. The trophy that doesn't matter. So yes. he, so that's an extra 10 points, I believe. Playoff points. 15. Uh, 15. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is wow, wow, wow. huge for yeah, him. Yeah, people say, oh, good. regular season doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. It's only the last 10 races. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. See you in Homestead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kyle Busch is definitely like one of those lock-ins. He's got to have a really, really bad run uh, through the chase to have anything like go wrong. Yeah, he's 2008 called. Probably he's two so guys. Like I'm 2008. Ready. Oh my god! Don't get me started on 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that ready to rough. already put him in uh, the round of eight, unless he literally wrecks out in three straight races. Exactly. Which, yeah. I mean, it, I mean it but could that happen. is a tough tough stage of three races but even with round of uh, 12 assuming he gets to the round of eight those three tracks are very good for him so he's probably going to need at least two guys below him to win that are at the bottom of those eight and then him to be beat out on points by two guys which could happen but it's kyle bush and he's always up at front so it's gonna be hard i still got my boy denny Chasing him down at the end. I'm still gonna yep. take it. This is this is the year. This is finally the year. Hmm. I've waited. I've waited 15 long years for this. <laughs> he has been hot. He has been pretty hot. Lately, <laughs> oh so man, he I... is hot. All right. So All right. rounding out the cup race, we now have our 10th different winner of the season. Mm-hmm. Do you two think we will get any more? Yes. yes. Absolutely. And who and where? Oh man, who? I, that's, if wow. if you had to like make a bold prediction right now, Brad, you're a guest. Go for it. Ooh, bold prediction. Bold prediction is that Ryan Newman could possibly win. Ooh. Okay. Like, off and of like, where is this happening on the moon? Uh, <laughs> Talad, uh, first Talladega because he's in a Ford. Okay. We're forgetting he's oh, in a man. Ford. Fords that's are very good at Talladega, and it's very possible that he can. Um, I could also say the same about Suarez. That was gonna say uh, Suarez is probably my guy that I'm taking here. All right, let me let me rephrase. And the Dover, anywhere that's not Talladega. Mm, that's a good, pick. That's a good pick. Dover. Okay. Jimothy Johnson, very Ooh. much possible. This man is thinking on the same brainwave as me. I was literally about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> um, Ryan Blaney also does not have a win this year, and I keep I'm so on board the Ryan Blaney is good train, and I mean he is. Mm. Just not winning any race is good. So he's going to win one by the end of the season. There's no way. And I will bet my – I will literally let Kevin host four episodes next year. If <laughs> – God bless those four episodes are going to be atrocious. <laughs> Thanks. Like, if Ryan... Hi, my name is Kevin, and I, I work too. Go, Eric Jones. Yeah. I sound like the, the henchman from, from Venture Bench, Brothers. She's Louise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. I didn't mean to roast you that hard. It's um, the uh, no no emotions get hurt podcast. We're all good unless you talk trash about Brandon Jones. Exactly. And then, oh, then we got Also, oh. William Byron has just been so much better this year than last year. So if there is a driver, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Suarez is a popular pick for Dega. Outside of Dega, I mean, William Bry- uh, William Byron. William Brian. <laughs> why can I not say anything today? William Bryan. Um, Kyle Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh definitely 
Definitely want to see Ryan Blaney win a race. Definitely, if he could win a race, not like he did last year, where it's just out of nowhere and I don't have time to prepare myself. Like that would be pretty cool. <laughs> but if I do go to the Roval and he does pull it off two years in a row, um, also Kyle Larson has zero wins this year. So, God, man, if there's a driver to get hot, that that's that's the guy right there. Yeah. See, I also my philosophy, in the playoffs, so. my philosophy on it is. Anyone can win a Talladega. We get that. Um, mm-hmm. Larson can, he, especially can lately, win has showed. That. No, he showed race winning speed the last three races, um, being Michigan, Bristol, and Darlington, which are his probably best tracks, but still, he's shown winning speed, so I think he could. Honestly, Penske has not impressed me lately. Joey Logano hasn't finished inside the top 10 in the last like five races, and then hmm. Brad's been towards. That's why he's the not the. Yeah, that's why he's not the regular mm-hmm. season champion. He yeah, just completely that, boofed it. Yeah, Brad's been towards he was the running front, away. With hasn't yeah. hasn't been like contending for. Besides those guys, I probably have the most faith in Boyer, just because. Okay. He showed speed at Darlington. Mm. He showed speed at a lot of places. He just had a lot of bad luck with the wrecks and whatnot. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Not feeling Almarola at all. He's so but... boring. I wasn't feeling it last year this time either. And he almost won a couple of races. So. He when he moved a, on to the round of eight, I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a wacky season last year. We'll just put it at that. Um, uh, I mean, Almirola, I believe, still only has one top five as far as the season goes. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely been the more consistent of the Stuart Haas drivers as not like getting into trouble. It seems like, but you also don't really realize he's there. It's like, oh right, yeah, Almirola is in the ten car, yeah. and he's, he's also 14th. running like he's running like thirteenth right now. I'm not surprised. Fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got one top five, <laughs> ten top tens. He does have a pole this season, so take that, uh, Boyer. <laughs> I feel like Boyer had a pole somewhere. That's weird. He has completed far less laps, actually, than Clint Boyer and Daniel Suarez, which is a surprising stat I did not wow. know. But I guess, uh, let me see here. Where is it? Running at finish. Here's where things get interesting. He has 23 races where he's finished the race. Boyer only has 19. And Boyer, as, as we all could probably figure out, has the least amount of any driver in contention for the chase or in the mm. chase field right now. So... That being said, um, I mean, Boyer stops getting into other people's accidents or just, you know, having bad luck. I feel like, yeah, Boyer could potentially win a race, but I don't know where you see this at. Maybe he, like, pulls out something at Phoenix or I don't, I don't know. I could see Marty Mobile. Martinsville, yeah. Texas. He was good at Texas in the spring. Uh, yeah, Kansas and that's where it all track. went downhill. He taunted Denny Hamlin. Denny put a curse on his house. <laughs> so that's why you don't, knows, why you don't mess with him. He's been running better. Yeah, DeBenedetto might just be Clint Boyer in disguise and far more jacked. I don't know. Um, so wow. Xfinity time. Oh, yeah, what do we want to what do we want to rate the uh, the race? Oh, I did want to say one thing about the Darling about Darlington. Um, people mentioned this on Twitter. They hadn't really seen people drive that line before out of turn two where they're on the apron. I like that. That is really cool yeah, watching them cool drive watch. that line. That's it's old the, school. It is the old school yeah. Darlington line. Like you know they didn't build that apron or that uh banking like that originally for cars to drive on that for the most part it was kind of a runoff um because they didn't have obviously proper like walls they had to use like 
the highway guardrails and they didn't have cash yeah. fences. So it's like, okay, you don't want the cars to like, you know, just spin off into the, the dirt too far. Um, and now with like this uh, 550 horsepower package, like, you know, cars can actually run that. They have the high drag. Albeit, I'll say it was so difficult to pass. It, it just felt like Kyle Larson could not find a way around Jones. I don't think once Jones had the lead, no one was yeah. passing Jones. And also, shouts out Kyle Busch for that last pit stop, almost just ramming everyone coming into pit road, trying to get around Larson, and it worked. Like, it, when it works, yeah. it's brilliant. When it doesn't, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm screaming at my television, you fool. <laughs> so I rate this race an 8.1. I had a lot of fun watching this. Obviously, would have liked to have seen better passing opportunities, but it was so cool watching these guys take away each other's lanes and just battling it out. That was really a lot of fun because Eric Jones... He tricked Kyle Busch late in that race. That was awesome. <laughs> Just bamboozled oh, yeah. him. Yeah, I saw him teaching the master. Exactly. Weird, I saw more three wide passing at Darlington than I had ever seen. Yes. Um, just because, you know, the guys would stall each other out, coming off side by side, trying to make the pass. And then someone would just slingshot around them both. And I'm like, well, it's part of it. Uh, but I had a- I'd give it like an eight six i love i love the race i'll give it an 8.2 actually because nbc uh bleeped out the f word but forgot to bleep out shit um (laughs) so (laughs) um but someone on reddit said that he said f this kid um which i assume logano was talking about um i believe byron or who's he talking about when he had that incident kevin you remember come on kevin which one logano said f this shit or said f this okay tell it Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I thought it was funny because it sounded like F this shit, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. NBC, classic, classic late-night <laughs> television. Oh, yes. Also, I wrote down, um, I don't know why I wrote this down, but um, I wrote down Rutledge is insufferable, but actually, that kind of sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> he and was said, trying his best. He is always trying his best, um, and I give him that. He is um, also, Kyle Larson, when he is in the top two late in the race, always makes the finish exciting. So, NASCAR, keep that in mind, please, if you are going to continue rigging races. Okay, expanding time. <laughs> um, so, Cole Custer, very, really good. Congratulations, and that's expanding. Yay, Cole. Yeah, no, Cole Custer with his sixth win of the season. Um, just... Once again, as we've been saying, it's been big three. I cannot wait to start this playoffs for the uh, expandy because I'm telling you, it's going to get so much more exciting up until we get to that um, that final four. But um, huge shouts out Dale Earnhardt Jr. You know, obviously two weeks after a serious, serious uh, plane accident, he's just in there driving and reporting in the same weekend, doing just normal Dale Jr. things. And he said it best in the booth. Like he loves, he would love to do this couldn't do this every single week and he still got it i don't know about you guys i mean seeing how stacked the xfinity series is as far as talent up the field oh, yeah i mean i'm not surprised that he was running like for the most part around like seventh or eighth most of the day but hey you know when you're driving that car you're bound to do really well and somebody with junior's experience i'm not surprised that he ran well even being out of the car for over a year like you're not surprised snow man like the eight car like that's like, fair. i'm pretty sure with like like five hours of practice i could finish like 15th in the eight car okay so let me just get on the phone with dale jr <laughs> let him know that we got you all right all right all you need to do is wire him a hundred thousand dollars in- and 
Yeah, that's easy. I'll just go rob a bank or create a hedge fund. Oh, dude, I love H2 Motorsports. (laughs) 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 So anyways, on the more legal (laughs) ramifications, um... So, no, this is overall, like, the A-car looked absolutely splendid, though. I really, really thought that one, as far as Xfinity, was the winner for me. Obviously, love the great ghost from Brandon Jones. Um, <laughs> what was, outside of um, maybe, like, you know, what you would want to say, like, what else would be your favorite um, paint scheme from Xfinity, Brad? Uh, the number 15, Ken Schrader, that... not Budweiser, JD Motorsports with Gary Keller Chevrolet. Okay, <laughs> That's why I said outside of that. Oh, oh, my bad. I didn't hear. Um, no, that was a that was a really excellent scheme, though. Shouts out uh, Ken Schrader, one of my favorites. Dude, absolutely, and it took us about three hundred dollars to make. So, dude, nice. I'm learning something new every day. There you go. Go to your local vinyl shop. They can do you wonders. <laughs> I'll absolutely keep that in mind, though. Shout out to Gaffney, but um, yeah. So I think. I love the Buckshot Jones throwback. I think just the fact that they even considered throwing back to Buckshot Jones makes me very happy and soft inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but the honest, the honest to God winner on track for me is the Jeremy Clements 51 because mm-hmm. the whole team went all out and I loved it. it, it was, I, that was, you know, that's proper. what throwback weekend should be about. Honestly, it's just everyone going all out and like dressing to the nines and everything. It's wonderful. Like they even borrowed the chrome rims from Bobby Dodder. Like you look That's really close at the rims and you see the zero seven zero eight like stickers on the rims because they just said, oh "Hey, can we borrow these?" I love that. Um, and I messed I up when I Mark... said, "Oh, sorry." No, you can go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I messed up when I said Cole Custer won this race. Cole Custer technically won this race. Denny Hamlin crossed the line first, but whatever. Shouts out Cole Custer. Hey, if if I ran NASCAR, Denny Hamlin won the race. Yes, and then also Ross Chastain won at Iowa. You know. He did too. Yes, he yeah, did. he did. We are not failing people for heights in this house. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, no, no, that's fair. We don't, we don't take away any of your trophy. Like I will let you keep that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. What I was gonna say is that I think my favorite paint scheme was gray Galdings. Ooh. Okay. That was another. Good yeah. One. I, I forget who he was throwing it back to, but just a Bobby great pink scheme. Yeah. Yeah, he was throwing back okay. to his it's own just... team owner. Nice. It's just not something you see on track, and I like stuff that's different. So, I love throwback weekends so much. It's just so wonderful. Except when cars don't actually participate in it. Shouts out Ty Dillon. Uh, shouts out mm-hmm. Ricky Stenhouse. Oh, man. that I, I just couldn't. I never really was a dog the bounty hunter guy growing up, so it's just like seeing that car. I was like, "Oh, that's that's not even good looking." That's oh, you know what even... I would say? Honorable mention: uh, the twenty-two car, the Penske car for Xfinity. Yeah, they they clear. didn't they didn't have a throwback, but they changed up the money line scheme so that it looked like it was a throwback, even though it wasn't. And it I, works, I appreciate though. the effort. I love the effort that was put in. Yeah, no, Penske at least always will put in an effort with it, even if they can't do an actual throwback. Like, Joey Logano's throwback is, like, just kind of, okay, it's the older shell Pennzoil car from 10 years ago, like, not even 10 years ago. So, and I just thought that reveal was hilarious with his wife saying, I wear the the fire (laughs) suit now. Like, that was, that was primed on him right there. Almost good enough to get them on Racing Wives. Oh, my God. Almost. Okay, so if anyone, by the way, is still listening 
for my racing wives uh, update. I don't have one because I didn't watch this week's episode, but I can pretty much sum it up for you guys right now. Kyle Busch was probably the most electric three minutes of that entire episode. Moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> he really is though. He is, he is electric on that. Like he's Jay Cutler on uh, very Cavallari. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Like, I love Jay Cutler on the show. I actually did watch three episodes of that show for Jay Cutler. Go Dolphins. Oh, Brad, you a Dolphins fan? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, man, no, me too, unfortunately. But, hey, yeah. it's okay. We're allowed uh, a leave of absence this year for um, uh, a greener pastures, at least, until we get the rebuild going. Um, I'm just stoked I'm we don't have Tannehill. No, oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with just not having Tannehill, and then I'll just be a Giants fan for the next three minutes. That's fine. Hey, Daniel Jones is exciting. Absolutely. Hey, at, least you, I'm, I'm, at least y'all's favorite NFL player didn't retire out of nowhere in, in prime. Wait, you're an Andrew Luck fan? Yeah. Oh, ew. Well, I could have dressed up like him for Halloween, though. I have the beard. Um, <laughs> let's see here. <laughs> I, I will say this, though. No, Baker is my guy. Like, Baker is absolutely the guy in, in football right now. Like Baker is everyone's guy. Yeah, He's well, so, yeah. you know, it's an easy answer. He's a well, fella. Wow, yeah. You, you can't uh, not like take. the guy. Oh, no, it's very easy not to like him, but ask Colin Coward. Yeah. He's all day on his show. <laughs> uh, but, um, nah, he's fun. Dolphins are insufferable, and they cut my favorite player on the team, John Denny, so they absolutely can catch these hands. John Denny <laughs> did not deserve to get cut. He could have stayed 15 years as our long snapper, just doing the due diligence. Never once did he make a mistake. <laughs> Gets cut for no reason. <laughs> and Josh Rosen is sitting here just like, well, I mean, what, what do I do? Like, I have no one to protect me. I might as well put cardboard boxes in front. All right, and that's enough uh, football for one, one weekend. We have football for the next 16 competing with us, 17. Free my dog, lost. Matt Moore. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dude, I, I miss him so much. I, but I'm all on board Fitzpatrick. I love the beard. All right, like so... That. There was no truck race this weekend, if I recall. So thank goodness I don't have you to are look correct. at those stats. So uh, you guys ready for the F1 minute? I, 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 think, I think I'm sorry. We need to, <laughs> to lead off the F1 minute, just stating the obvious. Uh, there was a super unfortunate incident in the mm-hmm. F2 race Saturday at Spa where we did unfortunately lose Antoine Hubert, a mm-hmm. up-and-coming rising star in the sport and that was very hard even i i'm I'm not gonna act like i was a fan of him followed him at all but just whenever you lose a driver on track it's it's hard for everyone and of course thoughts and prayers with his family so glad his buddy charles leclerc got his first win dedicated it to him that was just super nice to see it was an emotional weekend overall and spot yeah we haven't absolutely oh, oh Go go ahead. No, I was saying absolutely. You know, it, and as a driver, it's like the the thing that you really don't want to see is is somebody die that way. But oh yeah, I, yeah. the worst part is that for me is Delara put so much research and development to make these cars super safe, and that F two car is very safe. And for that to happen is kind of just like a freak thing, and mm-hmm. I, I just hope that this doesn't create some sort of crazy knee jerk reaction because it's it's one of those things where it's inevitable it to have probably... wrecks like that. Yeah, it probably will not. That is not like how Pocono is for me personally, how I think Pocono is a death trap for IndyCar. It's more or less that is a tough corner. Um, I believe it's, I'm going to. Radion. 
No, no, no. That's what it's called, that corner? Yeah, like, El Rouge oh, is the first part. Oh, El Rouge is the part. first part. Okay, thank you. for me. I don't sound as dumb now. Um, <laughs> that is such a tough corner in the first place. Um, I When I first saw that, I didn't even want to see the wreck. I got the notification while I was out, and I was like, like I put my phone down. I was like, that, I, that, that better be, like, they better be wrong about that. That can't be right now. And when I saw the video, um, I had thought he hit the um, wall, like, just full speed. I did not realize another car T-boned him until I saw a different yeah. angle of it. And that, again, is such a just freak accident. You can't really, yeah. like, yeah. like, obviously, drivers don't want to hear you can't do about that. Like, that's just such a tough, tough thing. You don't see that ever, like... I mean that wreck that we saw last year, where the F three car went into the stands, like that. Yeah, looked that far was worse. A, oh man, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and that is actually more likely to happen because of the way those cars are angled. When you hit like a bump or something, it can get airborne quickly. But with that at Spa, that just doesn't happen. And even if it does, we've mm -hmm. seen accidents happen out of that corner before. I believe twenty sixteen comes to mind or twenty fifteen. I know last year actually, um, an IndyCar driver broke his legs. Um on that um like same uh, angle Pietro Fittipaldi. yes thank you oh, um, i didn't know that yeah, yeah he wasn't able to do the indy 500 last year he was just testing too and he and... did it in the the weck race mm -hmm. it was it's it was in an hit. lmp2 car and it yeah. it was so weird how the wreck happened he just bottomed out and urge and it just went completely straight into the tires and it didn't All look right. that bad but it just broke his legs yeah Dude. that's that's just something that can happen. And obviously thoughts yeah. and prayers to Antoine's family. It's just super unfortunate. It took away from a really um, exciting race and obviously very popular win. Like Charles just couldn't really like celebrate the way he mm -hmm. wanted to. Obviously you could see that look in his eyes. Like it was like a relief. Finally, I got this win, but it's like, man, I wish that, you know, I just, just wish Antoine, you know, didn't have to lose his life this weekend. And yeah. just... we should also give a, uh, a shout out and I guess thoughts and prayers as well to Juan Manuel exactly Pereira, yes, I wanted to. who is yeah. recovering right now from that accident as well. It's going to be a long recovery, but I didn't see there. what his extent of the injuries were. It's legs and spinal. Jeez so. Louise. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts and prayers to him. Yeah. That's just tough. And that all shakes the racing community um right down to its core but you know they'll they'll do um all they can to just you know keep his legacy alive because you know i mean they, they do a great job of it they've done a wonderful job this season with nikki lauda um you know and they're just they're just going to continue to do what they do and you know at least i'll say this about uh formula one racing it has it, formula one is as safe as it could ever be i'm i applauded them when they put the uh, halo over the cars I think mm -hmm. that was a wonderful uh, innovation. I'm very happy that IndyCar is trying to implement. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, though, like it, it's still never a perfectly safe sport. You just never know. I mean, racing inherently just isn't safe. It's super know? dangerous. I don't know any other sport where dry, where where athletes just die on the on the field. It just doesn't happen. Like nope. football, people can get spinal cord injuries. Yes, that's obviously yeah. very very awful. But I mean. Like people can legitimately die at, at at any moment. You just never know. Like I yeah, thought, Kyle yeah. Larson at at Talladega this year was going straight into the crowd. I was just when yeah, I saw Kyle Larson hit the fence in 2013. Exactly, at Daytona, I thought he was dead. Austin Dillon, same thing. Like oh, I thought he know, was dead too. It's just crazy oh. how far we've come with like how we were able to save so many lives with the innovation, unfortunately the sacrifices for drivers. But the one thing I'll say about this, and we can 
leave it on that is definitely that this will be not a wake-up call, but something that for F2 can do to make sure this doesn't ever happen again. They'll, they'll find something that they can do to make sure that this isn't a problem ever again in racing. Yeah. So. I hope so I'm looking at the results from the race. I just want to say, I feel so bad for Lando. Um, oh yeah. Just fifth place coming to the white flag. The, the car oh. just loses power. I've never in my life seen anything that last lap was crazy because i was waiting for them like first of all i was waiting for leclerc to blow it um oh yeah me too chicane. i was like okay hamilton's stupid fast right now he's got drs <laughs> he's gonna get him never gets him like leclerc absolutely nailed that last lap with old tires um but alexander albon what a what a job he did there to come into fifth place yeah. at the end like yeah, he started first in race 17th, with first race with red bull I was actually joking throughout the race. I'm like, wow, I don't, I don't, Gasly deserved to lose this. Look at him hanging out there in the top 10. <laughs> Look at Albon, and... can't even get around. Uh, who was he? Get around. Um, not Ricardo, Perez? his teammate. Oh, uh, Hulkenberg. Can't no, get around Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg. Perez, too. Perez was just, uh, he was on yeah. point all race. That was a tough start, obviously, for stopping and, um, and Kimi Raikkonen just kind of getting into yeah, each other right that away. Was That's kinda <laughs> that was kind of boneheaded. That was poor. <laughs> Those poor Dutch fans just all flying over, all They're just pissed <laughs> with their flares, and you can see like all the people holding their flares on lap two. Like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> I guess I'll go home. <laughs> all right, bye. Time to drink. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. But that was um, definitely shouts out Leclerc. Uh, I thought if Ferrari was going to win a race this year, it would come at Monza. Um, so now they can go into Monza with a lot of confidence, and that's their oh, own track, yeah. so. So I'm picking Leclerc next week. <laughs> uh, they've folded at Monza the last few years, so hopefully mm -hmm. they don't fold. This I think year. this is the year. I think this is the year. Um, all right, so that's enough F1 minute. We did a lot longer in a minute there. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, uh, you still with us, Brad? I'm. I'm here. I'm... All right, cool. Just making sure that you're still gonna. Uh, you're sticking around. So you know, if you gotta go, let us know. Dude, I'm big chilling. I fly to Puerto Rico at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Hell yeah. Well, oh, dude, my. enjoy your flight, man. That's going to be uh, – at least there's no storm out there to, to bug yeah. you. Yeah, it would have been more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, without turbulence, what is flying? Exactly. Did you even fly? <laughs> All True. right, so IndyCar Portland? Mm -hmm. I did not okay. watch that. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down for you. Uh, uh, let's see here. Let's, let's start first things first with the Santino watch. Um, they decided to talk about him a majority of the race again. <laughs> What's your opinions on him, uh, Brad? The Ooh. most polarizing driver. <laughs> San Antonio Fettuccini. Oh man, <laughs> that's a good one. That's 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 Dude. one I haven't heard. Normally, the the references are far more aggressive. I like that one a lot, actually. Dude. That one's really uh, good. The patron saint of the ramen noodle cups. <laughs> His hair is uh, so bad. Like he wanted to do Patrick Mahomes so bad, he couldn't. Pull. God bless him. Well, either way, think, though. You know, oh no, go ahead. I, I just think he's just—he resembles a lot of the kids who I used to race with, like when I was karting um, in Miami. And I raced with a lot of kids who ended up becoming like IndyCar drivers, like Oliver Askew, and you know, oh really, Dalton oh. Sart, Dalton Sargent, like. Oh no! Nice. Oh, he I... reminds me of all of those kids, <laughs> but in the oh, worst man. way. Like his dad was just I, ugh. and I, I don't think it imposed a good, uh, I guess role model for his kid, and he kind of just takes after it. And I, I yeah. 
I mean, the kid can drive. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he can absolutely but, drive. Like, I have made very, very clear on this podcast. Santino, the driver, is a great driver. Santino, the person, massive dickhead. But Absolutely. Same thing so, can go for Lance Stroll. Yeah, same thing can go for Kyle Busch. But you know what? Kyle uh, Busch yeah, is also yeah. not texting while driving and making slurs. Anyways, yes. so... Um, <laughs> So first things first, that first lap, uh, we had full ARCA breaks um, going into the first corner, which seems to happen so often in Indy. Um, it's almost getting to the point they probably need to figure out how to do these starts properly. Um, on the first mm-hmm. lap, we had, I believe it was Zach Beach, just absolutely get punted by Graham Rahal. Uh, Hinchcliffe was an um, innocent bystander. Both Schmidt-Peterson cars were innocent bystanders in that wreck. Um, Connor Daly, <laughs> yeah. fan favorite. Doesn't even get out of the first corner. I was so really sad. excited for his return. And just, I mean, what are, what are you going to do when you got a guy like Ram Rahal just going uh, complete uh, Leroy Jenkins? He can't do much. Score zero for spatial awareness. Yeah, that was tough. We just saw a lot of interesting, interesting wrecks. So later on in the race, um, Ryan Hunter is pretty much racing Alexander Rossi like he himself is also racing for a championship and blocks him then or just braces him ridiculously too hard then sends him to the corner spins it out right to jack harvey and jack harvey with one of the all-time greatest moments i've seen this season just applauding ryan hunter ray just in a wrecked <laughs> car like you moron and i love ryan hunter ray he went to my high school like he, he's he's one of my favorite drivers. that was boneheaded so i don't even know oh man i feel for colton herta he had a great car early on and crazy scott dixon lost power halfway through after just blowing by colton herda you saw that right oh yeah yeah that was absolutely huh. nuts i'm in commercial break so actually i didn't get to watch most of this race i was watching on my phone with limited data because we um in south florida had to deal with a category five just chilling off the coast so nice. um i was getting updates the entire uh, race from lap 22 on of the hurricane. So I'm watching this and they didn't go to a commercial break. I just am watching. And all of a sudden, like just Scott Dixon just has no power. And it was just wacky as hell. Santino Ferrucci had the same problem. Only this, his problem, he just didn't turn down pit road because I mean, just too many ramen noodles on the head, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Let us not forget that Scott Dixon is an artificial intelligence. So he knows what to do. Yes, he also, you know, is kind of a robot. But, you know, him and Paul Menard obviously got their uh, their programming chips confused. That's so unfortunate. John Menard weeps. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I mean, shouts out Felix Rosenquist got, his, uh, got a podium. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That was good to see rookies. That's good. And friend of the program, uh, Mateus Laced, uh, eighth place finish. So congratulations, hey, Mateus. Yeah, fun fact about the uh, this podcast, Mateus Laced was our first guest driver, and Anthony really called him Matthias Least or something like that. Oof, I called him Matthias Leist. Oh, my Oof. God. I only said it once, and he didn't correct me. And he didn't, and I was dressed like a fan. I said, can I get two minutes? And he gave me two minutes, and I will always be grateful for those two minutes. What a guy. Because I had an absolute <laughs> spaz attack after. What a guy. <laughs> I met so many famous people. I, it, hey, I didn't call Roger Penske Roger Pansky or something, or I didn't call Oof. Mario Andretti. Nothing wrong there. <laughs> I met Chip Ganassi, Mario Andretti, and Roger Penske there, and I all got their names right. I met Tony Kanaan, uh, Charlie Kimball. 
Charlie Kimball, really nice guy, by the way. And shouts out top 10 Charlie. So, you know, I was rooting for you at St. Pete. I'll be rooting for you every time you're out there, man. Good, good, good going. <laughs> so that's, that's enough IndyCar, I guess. Yeah. I'd, I'd going into the championship uh, we say, next week. Can we say congrats, Will Power? Uh, no, why do we need to say congrats mm. to Will Power? Did we really I mean, we should probably mention who won the race. Fine, Will Power won the race. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we got the championship um, coming up in a few weeks now. I believe I think three weeks away. Uh, three weeks. Yeah, there's a three week yeah. gap before the finale, which is a horrible idea. But yes, whatever. of course, that but is a horrible idea. Testing time, I guess, or some time to just be on designer drugs like James Harden. I don't know. Oh um, my god. So we got Newgarden, Rossi, Pagano, and technically Scott Dixon still in contention. Um, I, I guess you could, yeah, Dixon's 85 out. Will Power sadly got hot at the wrong time. Um, he's 124 yeah. points out, can't win the championship, could still finish top three, which is a big payday for him. And obviously, you know, a nice confidence boost that this man would be going into 2020 as the favorite. Um, so, I mean, I guess since we have double points next weekend, is anyone going to upset New Garden or is this New Garden's championship? It's well, got four wins this year. I mean, <laughs> I what happened Yosef last fan. year could happen in reverse, I guess, because what it was like Rossi needed a miracle, but then Rossi like, got damage on lap one and then he could never recover. And then. If that, I mean, if Newgarden gets damage on lap, I mean, they haven't raced at Laguna Seca yet, or at least most of them, uh, with what well, one with this car, but ever. So who knows? Newgarden could run into trouble, lap one, be out, or else he could win the race and win the championship. I'm so excited to see how that corkscrew is going to work. Oh, like, yeah. Those, those guys would, because I always have to tell myself, remember, these guys don't have power steering. That is a narrow course. Like, Brad, you oh, never yeah. um you never driven Laguna Seca in real life, right? I have not, but my Spec Miata does not have power steering, and we go half the speed of an Indy car. So I'd imagine that not having power steering would turn my arms into spaghetti in two minutes. I don't understand <laughs> how those guys do it. Like if they're not all jacked like Matt De Benedetto, like I don't get it. Like yeah, I, it's so tough. Like all respect to Zach Veach because he's he looks like. Like a horse jockey, but somehow he is able to wheel that thing with like spaghetti arms. Oh, dude, Mateus is literally the size of like a middle schooler. Like when I met him, I tower over. I'm six foot three, <laughs> and it was just like someone was like, "Yeah, that's a driver right there." I'm like, "The kid? What? <laughs> that 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 child? Right?" And like, no, like these guys are like the fact that even like a, a 16th place driving Marco Andretti still has to get around here. It's like. They they do it every single lap with just no power steering, just ridiculous bumps, and trying to figure out their push to pass and everything. That's just that's so yeah. tough, and God bless them for it. Yeah, so for and you're out there with who What's up for the ladies out there who want to see a uh, almost nude James Hinchcliffe? The new ESPN Body oh, Magazine no. is out. Why did you tell me <laughs> that? Oh no, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely not uh, Zach Beach next for the year. mayor of Hinchtown. We need Zach Beach next year. <laughs> yes, no. Or boy, Matty D. No, nah, I want Johnson. Zach Beach and uh, my Carmen. Are we really yes. going to just sit here? <laughs> okay. Anger. Okay. Well, then, if that's the case, get <laughs> me BJ on. McLeod. Let's be honest here. <laughs> get me BJ McLeod. Dude, we need BJ McLeod to be the most popular just for driver. his hair. No, BJ McLeod should be the most popular driver. People, fans are slacking on that. Everybody sleeps on BJ, and it's he's, like. He's the man. Dude. 
you 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 hang out with him a lot. Okay, I'm not gonna make this mistake like I met, made with Garrett. Have you or have you not met Phil Swift? I have not. Damn it. I have not met Phil I Swift. I need someone. Okay, Kevin, remind me next time Alex is on to ask him because I, I we've had Kevin on or Kevin Alex on like ten episodes and I've never asked him if he's met Phil Swift. I've met Phil Swift. You've never you asked. You met him. Phil what? Swift? What? Yeah. Oh, okay. let me guess. Daytona, February. No, Daytona 2015 when Austin Dillon flew into the catch fence. I was there that weekend. I was weekend there. And... I was there. I didn't even see him. Or maybe it was 2016. I went both years for the uh, 600 or for the 400. And one of the years, yeah, he Daytona. was there and I met him. <laughs> wow. I'm so <laughs> jealous, man. Are you kidding me? Phil Swift is like my actual fake hero. I also met Landon Castle and I think Michael McDowell. Why don't you also tell him who else you met at Daytona in February? Tell everyone. Oh, yeah. Who? So I got a pace car ride with Dale Jr. What? Uh, I got a holler wow. tour from Tyler Reddick. I met DiBenedetto, met Logano, met Rusty Wallace, met Marcus Smith. It's a good time. I'm more jealous you met Rusty Wallace, honestly, than anyone else <laughs> besides Jr. Like, Rusty's I'm the man. Not. <laughs> we are we are anti Rusty Wallace in this household. Oh my goodness, that's fine. You're allowed. You're allowed bad opinions. Week or something. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I did not realize you met Phil Swift. So now, Kevin, you have actually met the most famous person on this podcast. So congratulations. Um, also, Brad, Phil Swift. <laughs> yeah, Phil Swift is far by far the most famous person that has ever been mentioned on this podcast. Yeah, so. pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, Brad, I'm curious, who's the most famous person in your phone? On my phone? Ooh. Um, damn, let me look through my phone. It depends on what you consider famous. I mean, like, who would you consider the most famous? Like, if you tell me you have Dale Jr.'s number or, like, you have Richard Petty's um, number, yeah, I consider those guys pretty famous. Or even if you have, like, uh, Brian Francis' burner account, like... That's... <laughs> Hold on, I'm going through my contacts right now. Cause... All right, well, you do that. Um, let's go ahead and move things on. So we got Indy this weekend, and Kevin, you're my nerd guy. So what package are we running this weekend? We are running the 550 horsepower package. Uh... All right, this weekend is going to suck. <laughs> literally. No, bro, literally so everyone said literally. that every freaking week, and Darlene Pin fire. No, like, like it's going to suck. Like, there's, like, suck, the suck. Forwarded my ah, ah, he gets it. <laughs> We honestly are running reverse psychology at this point of this on this podcast. I said that oh, Chicago Land is going to suck with this package. That was probably one of the best races I've seen all year. Yeah, like Same literally Kentucky, everyone's been saying that all year. I'm running reverse psychology while also literally screaming what my plan is. Yeah, um, but now I would expect, like I said, a lot of strategy to be played, but mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for I don't know Suarez versus. Uh, Newman, Newman is going to Boyer. be so well, Boyer has to not mess up. If Boyer can finish top eight, he's I say top eight, he's locked in. Depending on stage, Boyer events, obviously runs well at Indy when people not are not right. ringing in front of him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! It's pretty simple. When you think name, about it. Yeah. Right. Did you see the name of the race this weekend? It's the Big Machine Vodka 400. Shouts out Big Machine Vodka at the Brickyard, presented by Florida Georgia Line. That's yeah, I'm just calling it the Brickyard 400. Yes, it's always the Brickyard 400. Uh, 40 cars on. I don't the, think Rick uh, Allen's going to be whoever wah, 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 wins the 
big machine tune block or he's just gonna he's just gonna no, say he, there's a button like that steve letart presses in case rick allen malfunctions and like real quick just <laughs> spews out the sponsors well the xfinity race is the indiana 250 okay. so that was easy that's really easy honestly go yeah, that's pretty easy. um so brad how's it going with that uh most famous person on your phone i found it <laughs> oh boy here we go all right okay. so it's a uh, it's so if i ranked him it's Haley deegan our girl. Then, then Jesse Wuji. Ooh. And then oh. Myatt Snyder. Yo, do nice. you think we could give Haley a call? Um, I'm pretty sure if I called her right now, she'd like giggle on the phone and say, Why are you calling me? <laughs> Dude, wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to a Haley Deegan giggle for like the fact that it'll get us more views. Like it's up wait, to wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. But you can Why would it... she giggle? <laughs> because she giggles like as she breathes. Yeah, that's literally how like I follow her on Instagram and all her like things are just her like breathing and giggling simultaneously. It's hilarious. Like God bless her. I think like there's like, you know, in the, the structure of a sentence, you have a subject, a predicate, and then like Haley Deegan, <laughs> it's like a subject, a predicate, and a giggle. <laughs> and a giggle. <laughs> well, That's I mean, awesome. I, like, hey, if, if you know, she's there, she's available. I don't know. That would well, be definitely uh, our most famous <laughs> guest besides you, Brad. So I'll let her know. <laughs> I'll probably see her. Hey, sometime. can I call you for like two minutes so these doofuses can hear you giggle? <laughs> basically yeah i'm not i'm not that's not how i want to introduce myself to anyone (laughs) i mean everyone can know me as a doofus that's fine i'm used to it at this point (laughs) hey ryan sieg is making his debut this weekend by the way in the 27th shouts out ryan sieg he's got tom he's got he's got the legend daytona 500 winning crew chief tommy baldwin jr on the uh box forum my boy oh we got a full field this weekend yes i was saying that while we were talking about Haley deegan Nice. That's because the race um, has a pretty big purse. Yeah, it's. I think it's the second still. It is. I believe it is the third highest purse. Ah, in yes. The Cup series. So that's technically why it is still a crown jewel, but it What's, really just. What would is... uh, number two be? Texas. Texas. Okay. What? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Really? Spring race is like Texas spring race pays out big time. I thought. Okay, I thought obviously Brickyard the played, paid more for some reason. I did not yeah. know that, that it was Texas was number two. That's uh, we're learning something new because technically NASCAR doesn't even release those numbers. Yep. So whoops. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Anyways, so um, looking at the field this week, definitely you know nothing really sh- like you know there's no Cole Custer or anything showing up, but uh, full field is always nice. You know, no one getting sent home. We got four uh Rick Ware cars, so I mean they're becoming a powerhouse now. So. Our boy Rick Garrett, Garrett that, that, literally, that literally confirms it being a good race. Is every race they've been in with mm-hmm. four cars? It's been Three fantastic. or more, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't even let me finish my because uh, it's always my rhyme scheme. So thanks, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, He's go ahead. Say, Garrett Garrett Smithley is sitting pretty in suntan city. It doesn't matter. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Ware drip four cars on the track. Oh man, love it, love it. And All it's right, not going to so... be like. Uh, Bristol, where they're getting lapped every three minutes. <laughs> if you really and think about it, credit, if they it all was every team four. together. If they all team up together with the big suck package, they could make up Ooh. a bunch of time. They all team up together and turn into a transformer. That would also be pretty cool. But here That'd we be are. Cool. <laughs> the big right. Rick Ware machine vodka four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you might have actually solved the 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 sponsor crisis right now. <laughs> oh my god. 
All right. So, um, how we do so we're gonna do picks right now and brad you're more than welcome to guest pick with us this week if you'd like oh um so looking at last weekend we had the boys from the turn two tailgaters make picks so um no one picked eric jones to win which is um i guess not really surprising i don't think jones gets enough love i picked keselowski tyler picked hamlin ken picked chase elliott so really no one really had anything going there as far as picks one i think larson i picked larson as my sleeper so i get to technically pick well i'll pick second brad since you're a guest we'll let you pick first so how we do this is we have a dark horse then we pick our favorite then the sleeper so the dark horse is like oh. someone in the, like the the lower um spectrum of um you know having a good car that could surprise us with a good finish and we usually have that cutoff line around like rcr jtg guys like you know so, like, even Stenhouse at this point, but, you know. So, All right, so. Hmm. Make, it, make it as easy as possible. So, Brad, if you want to lead us off with uh, your dark horse for this, uh, for Indy. No, Casey Ryan cannot be. Ryan J. Won. Newman. Baby, oh, yes. So, you're going with Ryan Newman this weekend to, to, to make the playoffs, is what it sounds like, honestly? I believe so. I, I would think say that he's going to in. Yeah. Okay. All right. And this is a head over heart pick because I love Daniel Suarez. No, that's that's fair. I feel like Suarez is definitely like going to be chewing on his fingernails this entire week. This is like very stressful because obviously, you know, rumors are that Cole Custer is moving up next year. But also those rumors said that the 48 was going to be taken over by Boyer. So I don't know. Like, I need to stop following fake Twitter accounts. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Um, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and pick my sleeper. And I'm pretty sure I'm taking away Kevin's whatever and go. Uh, take a long walk off a short pier. Uh, I'm going to take Chris Busher. Mm, okay. I'm yeah, going to go Continue with... that top 20 streak, please. I think it's at 14 races. Mm. It's crazy right now, yeah. It's ridiculous. And he is the most consistent driver in NASCAR right now. Maybe I'm like actually going to go with uh, Paul Menard. Okay. Mm, that's a really good yeah. pick. Just because yeah. he's coming off a top 10, and we all know that that is his only uh, career win back in 2011. So you're saying tire well, wear is going to be a big can. deal this weekend? That's what I'm hearing. No fuel, fuel, fuel. But oh, that was uh, with the way whatever. stages work. It's really difficult to get something like that to happen again. Yeah, no, that's definitely not going to happen. But I, he I, is. I, I mean, it almost car. happened in 2017 with Bain, so I I could see it happening again. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He is in a Penske car too, and the Fords are very fast with the fast tracks. Okay, well, whatever. I'll allow this opinion to exist only because Kevin already said it, and I feel like editing more. Um, (laughs) So, Brad, who's your favorite for this weekend? My favorite would have to be Kyle Busch, because he has won in the high downforce package at Indy before. Oh, right, they've done this before. Yes. Wait, what? He won that race on straight-up pace. Yeah, 2016, if I recall, or was that 15? uh, Oh, I I forgot about that. Snickers car. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Yeah, they ran or the Skittles car. My bad. Downforce, uh, packet, oh, that was such uh, a bad race. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, that's why I was very worried. But they have kind of done a better job with this package than they did in 2015. They didn't know what they were doing. Um, back then yeah. they they ran they the like, same package. Let's just stick a bigger spoiler. They're gonna slush him, and then everyone's like, "Wait, no, that's, we're going no, way too I fast." I can't <laughs> turn the corners anymore. Yeah, I'm literally. No, I think the lower doors. horsepower will actually help. 
Yes, it, it, I think like that this is exactly team. what they wanted um, all along yeah. with Indy, at least. So maybe, you know, that might help. But, I mean, yeah, as far as raw speed goes, can't can't ever take away. Kyle Busch has been the best with this package this season. Yeah. All right. And Adam well, Stevens. Kind of makes my, my pick a little bit more challenging. I did want to pick him. Um, you know what? It's been a while since uh, – since I've seen Harvick and Victory Lane at the Brickyard, I believe he won in 2003 or 2005. Ugh, where's Ooh. my stats when I need them? Um, but I'm going to take Kevin Harvick to win this weekend. Kevin, uh, had, I, I said Kevin was the guy that is honestly getting hot. He's got two wins already going into the chase. He's been looking pretty good. Obviously, I think that uh, Denny's been the best one out of the group. But, you know, you can never sleep on Kevin Harvick. He's running the mobile one this weekend it's a nice looking car i'm a big fan uh you know so i'm picking kevin harvick to win this race i think this will be his second or third brickyard i'm gonna look at these stats real quick that was my second choice yeah i'm gonna get my nerd stats out real quick kevin what you got y'all ready for this eric jones back to back baby (laughs) why do i even allow you on the show anymore let us not forget he was the runner-up last year um in this brickyard 400 he Obviously has a lot of momentum right now. It's the summer. It's the fall. He's ready. And I think he... We all know that he he won that Daytona last year, but everyone's like, oh, you know, it's played track. Does it it's really Daytona, like, yeah. He counts your first career yeah. win. Exactly. But, but now he legit has a... Oh, wow. You straight up went out there and whooped everyone type of win. Yeah. And I think that gives him so much confidence. Plus... Now, all the, the talk about him, oh, you know, Benedetto should have been the ride or Bell or whatever is completely gone because he's proved it with his skill and ability. So I think with all that behind him, he's just going to have so much confidence going into these playoffs. And I think another one of Indy is certainly possible. Hmm. Hmm. That was a fair assessment. So what? I'm just very dark up. horse. Okay. Yeah, I was just looking up some stats real quick. Jeff Gordon holds every all-time record in Indianapolis. God, <laughs> I love him. Mm-hmm. And he has been racing in a couple of years, too. So, hmm, makes you think. All right, so for your sleeper, Brad. So, like a favorite, but not a favorite. So, what you got is your sleeper, who could pull mm. this win off. Oof, that's a rough one. I will give it to Austin Dillon. Ooh, that's a that's an interesting sleeper pick. He has been getting a little bit hot lately, and he's he not getting into is, the wall. So he is randomly good. Like one week yes. he'll show up, run like <laughs> top five. Next week he'll be seventeenth. I feel mm-hmm. like this is a track where you're not really racing people more than you are just holding on with pace. And those mm-hmm. cars have some pace, and he doesn't do stupid things necessarily. So mm-hmm. I feel like he has a good chance. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. the RCR uh, team always seems to come out with a really fast car for qualifying, and they do show, like, clear pace with this package. So that's actually a good pick. I would not be surprised if Austin Dillon gets another top 10. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if Austin Dillon finishes in 33rd. It just seems to be it, like yeah. one end of the spectrum <laughs> to the other. It's yeah, just like, uh, true. yeah, as far as um, it goes for Austin, he's just kind of pretty average at this track. It's not his best, not his worst, so. All right. You know, oh my God! CR has a win there. Ward Burton went twelve races at Indianapolis without ever leading a lap. God bless him. He's my favorite driver growing Dang. up. So, Oof. yeah. Ward is this Barton. your king? 
This that was my. King. Is this your king? Hey man, I went to the Daytona 500. He won. It's my favorite childhood memory. So whatever, yeah. jog on. Anyway, won the um, Southern 500 in the same year. Yes, exactly. Ah, 2001, my friend. Oh, 2001. Won, Dang. He won New Hampshire that same season. Also, wow. another awesome race. One of the forgotten gems of NASCAR, in my opinion. Um. All right. So my sleeper this week, and looking at these picks. So I'm actually going to go with um. Hmm, I'm just really going to make this an easy week for me. Uh, I'm going to go with my boy Clint Boyer as my sleeper. Uh, Clint obviously cool. needs to have a, a good uh, a good race this weekend. Otherwise, you know, it's probably. Um, so Boyer needs a top 10 here. I wouldn't be surprised though if Boyer actually could snag a win out here. Uh, not really his, his uh, bread and butter to, per se, but definitely a race that I feel like the – Stuart Haas team performs well at, mm-hmm. at least should perform well at. So I'm looking at Clint Boyer to to snag a uh, surprise win if Kevin Harvick doesn't do it. And surprise, I took two Stuart Haas cars. This is this is always great <laughs> for me when I do that. It'd be like that. It'd really do though. All right, Kevin, what you got? You stole my pick. So ready. That's what you. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> All right, Kevin, you know what? On. I'm gonna repeat that Kyle Larson nonsense and pick Kyle Larson as my sleeper. Wow, you child! Mm. Oh wow, look at me! I picked Paul Menard, Eric Jones, and Kyle Larson. I haven't done this That's five me. times this season. Well, shout out! Shout out to me for literally picking the one two uh, finishers from last well, last week. Wow, but really difficult. Here we so are. much. How much research did you put in this? I actually have my stat sheet up here right now, and Kevin Harvick has the best average finish amongst active drivers. Then Clint Boyer is seventh, and Chris Busher is tenth. Like your boys aren't even on this list right now. Oof. Larson is, but whatever. Larson. He's going dead. with his heart. Yeah, he probably has heart right now from going from with it. So whatever. <laughs> Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, and Kevin Harvick are top four active uh, uh, with best finishes amongst active drivers here. Uh, Jimmy obviously has the most active wins. Him and Kevin Harvick have the most active top fives. Seems like if Jimmy doesn't win, he doesn't really get a top five here. Harvick most top tens. And laps led, Kyle Busch only 324. I would have I thought that was a higher number. I don't know why. I, I mean, that's more that than two number. full races there. It's kind of just... yeah. It's, I guess it's, but it's it doesn't look like that much because the, the last game had like 450 at Martinsville earlier this year. Yeah, so. that's fair. Like the thing is, I feel like over the past four years, I feel like Kyle Busch has led every lap I've watched there. It feels, it just feels like that. It, well, it yeah, do be like the race that. is so boring there that you almost forget. Exactly. Looking at the top 10 uh, current drivers at Indianapolis, like none of them have wins except for Harvick, uh, Keselowski and uh, Bush. So wow, interesting to I see. Thought, oh, wait, wow. yeah, top, like top this is points? current top ten, current oh, okay. top ten drivers at Indianapolis according to racing. Um, this is I guess by rating. I don't know how they actually determine who's the yeah. top ten here, but I mean, someone could get their first win this weekend. At, like you know, maybe maybe Clint Boyer. I don't know. Um, I could see it, but I'd see Kyle Larson more. <laughs> All right, so moving along, we got. Ex- at Indianapolis, um, they are not running the 550 package this weekend, but they do run a higher drag, I believe, at Indy, if I recall Yes, correctly. we are yeah, running, running the big the... wang. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I, I do personally like, put it on. <laughs> I do actually enjoy Indy um, 
Xfinity races, I think they are a little bit more exciting than the Cup, uh, just because they seem to race a little bit better in, in the packs. I'll so, just not forget we literally had a four-wide uh, stage one finish last year. Yep, that was yeah, it looked like absolutely the Freedom ridiculous. 100s. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what a great People race. People are like, bad race, we wanted five-wide. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> looking at this weekend, though, this is the cutoff race for the regular season cup as well as Xfinity. If I'm, oh. if I stand corrected, no, you do stand corrected. It's oh, Las Vegas. Wow. Why am I the host of this show? Honestly. Yeah, I know. I, I ask <laughs> I mean, that literally every time I open Discord. <laughs> oh, great! This idiot again. <laughs> God bless. Well, yeah. either way, we're getting close to the Xfinity this point but um for this weekend i mean what are we looking for like do we do we see anyone outside the big three or is i do steven like gonna get the the big win i think week? i think someone outside the big three is gonna win the extended race this weekend is it chase briscoe no it's kyle bush <laughs> oh is he oh no <laughs> he's racing he's in the race, <laughs> he's in the race. He's just yeah, when i yes. just when i think i'm safe just when uh, i think i'm gonna enjoy no, but it's actually kind of cool because Combos is back on the car. Remember his old Combos scheme? I did like Ooh. the old Combos. Yeah, scheme. no, they're back for the first time since like car. 2011 or something. That's awesome. Yeah, so that'd be cool to see. Shout out! Yeah, I, I mean, I was not getting any more rides. You can't really car. base this uh, race off of anything in the past. You absolutely because we they don't run this package anywhere else in the Xfinity series. So it's kind of hard to predict who's going to be. Up front, but I, when it's well, surprising to see the top teams up front because when in doubt, you know. Well, I can predict. Hold on, let me get my stat sheet out. <laughs> see, get there it is. List. <laughs> All right. So the thing is, though, Kyle Busch, the last two races he's been in, um, he just has mechanical failure. So I don't know who's been messing with his car, but keep doing it. <laughs> I do feel bad for. Uh, or what's his uh oh not Radcliffe, he's not uh, it's uh Ben Beshore. Ben Besh Ben Beshore. Ben Beshore, thank you. I, I do feel bad though. If he keeps having mechanical failures with Kyle Bush, that kind of looks bad on him in the car chief there. <laughs> it's Kyle Bush. It's KBM. It's or KBM, sorry. It's, it's Joe Gibbs. You know, who cares? They're they're still gonna well, win the championship probably. Well, I would like to announce that Austin Dillon is in the 10 colleague car this weekend. Yes, oh. I'm looking at that actually right now. Okay. So I think he has a very good shot. Yeah, okay. no, I agree. Yeah, no, that's actually like that. That car does show some speed. I'm sad the 21's not there this week. I would have liked to see Kaz Grawl out here. I think Kaz would be great. Oh, yeah. He's been doing really good every time he he's, hops in the car. He is one of my favorite drivers coming up through this, the ranks, and I want to see him get a full time ride. Are you friends with Kaz or? I do not know Kaz. I hung out with him one time at New Smyrna. Uh, I just I don't know him, but he's cool. He's a really nice dude. Yeah, he seems like a chill guy. I, I when he won that uh, truck race, I was like, I can hop on board this guy's hype train right now. I honestly, I, I feel the hype right now. Yeah, if anything, he's just too much of a nice guy. <laughs> it's like maybe <laughs> kind of off-putting. He sometimes. was a little aggressive at uh. At at road america i'll tell you that right now he was very aggressive around those corners he was trying to push his way around i don't blame him that's a tough track to pass well that's 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 all his background i mean his his dad darius road raced for years in the grand m series mm-hmm. 
And uh, when he came up through the ranks, he drove a lot of legend cars on road courses. His dad is a part owner in New Jersey Motorsports Park. So he has a lot of seat time in road courses. So I'm not surprised that he was out there doing it with him. I thought he was going to win the race. Yeah. Mad jealous. Um, All right. I mean, looking at this entry list for Xfinity, I'm not really Dylan's a big thing. Jeb Burton, our boy Jeb. Please clap. Uh, oh my god, I'm excited for uh, excited to see him getting any opportunities. And 81 not running, not running this weekend. And our, it is uh, not. There's 38 cars, so no one's gonna get kicked out of here. I really wish that they go back to 40 in this. I feel so bad when they do bring more than 38, and cars are just like, no, you can't, can't. I'm race not gonna here. lie. I like that they're going to 36 next year because my OCD is finally. Uh, why are they going to 36 next year? It just seems unnecessary. It's finally it's for the TV contract balanced because 40, 40 and cup is max. And then you subtract four and then you got 36 and Xfinity. Then you subtract another four and you got 32 and drugs. My okay. So they did it just for Kevin's sake. Yeah. Just for my OCD. Yeah. It's great. Now Kevin won't have anxiety watching these races. when They show two extra numbers. Exactly. Oh yeah. my. Well, <laughs> all I know is this is what we're going to call the Morgan Shepherd rule. Cause he's going to get sent home every week. Yeah, yeah, no, that's gonna be bad. tough for him. But mm-hmm. you know, maybe he'll have a nice little uh, moment and get a nice thirty-fifth starting place at Bristol or something. <laughs> All right, want to get somebody um, else to qualify the car? Yeah, I was gonna say Landon usually qualifies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whenever there's a go or go home race, he just asks Landon to drive. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, All right, so rounding out the field right now. So, like I said, did not get to see um, racing wives this weekend. Um, do you guys want to do a hot seat? cool brown except i don't call it that <laughs> like yeah. he's on the hot seat right now all right cool so brad basically it's called a catbird seat and uh peeing ice water over a hot stove so essentially who's in the catbird seat and who's in trouble right now you want to you want to get in on this Ooh. okay wait is this for like cup is this for this is in general this is all racing i used all alexander racing. albon the other week and it is one of mine so you can use anyone you want I'll go so, first, actually. So okay. I'll make the. I'll give you um, an example. So, um, who's in the catbird seat right now? Well, obviously, um, you know, right now, if I am Gene Haas, I am sitting pretty right now. I'm feeling good. All four of my cars are back in the play uh, playoffs. I didn't wreck anyone at Spa, and I didn't have any engine issues. Yes, Kevin Magnuson was driving like a prick the entire time, but he didn't wreck anyone, and that's the most important thing. I didn't lose any money this week, so Gene Haas is sitting real nice. As far as um, uh, peeing uh, – jeez, I can never get this right. Peeing ice water over a hot stove. Where is DW when you need him? Um, So (laughs) as far as that – NASCAR is um is on the hot seat right now. So apparently NASCAR has greenlit and Netflix a uh, comedy series about a NASCAR crew, uh, formerly called the Crew, starring the one and only Ooh. Kevin James. I'm hype. I'm hype because it's hype about this. I'm hype because it's not supposed to be serious, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's not Drive to Survive." It doesn't matter if it's everyone's like, "We wanted James." Everyone's expecting this to be like Drive to Survive 2.0, and I'm like, "No, it's just a comedy." It's like think of Talladega Nights. No, that's literally just James isn't funny. I can't get on board. Is Will Ferrell though? Yeah, Will Ferrell. You don't like Talladega Nights? I love Talladega Nights. No, I love Talladega Nights. This is what it's just going to be. This but with Kevin James instead of Will Ferrell, and instead of you're giving them too much credit. Um, My bad for wanting to watch a Netflix show. All right, (laughs) let let me let Brad go, and then I'm going to go. 
<laughs> okay. Wait, Brad, so Catbird no. Seat first? I was or... just I thought you were gonna comment on what Kevin said because I was gonna go oh, on Kevin Well well I'm just saying I think the Netflix series is gonna be dope. I don't think it's gonna be Talladega Nights, but I think it's gonna be dope. I'm just and worried that Kevin more randos. James, yeah, Kevin James is gonna start bringing his Adam Sandler friends around, and I can't, I can't do that. I don't like uh, the Adam <laughs> Sandler troop. I'm sorry. So uh, I, I'm, I mean, hey, that might honestly be helpful because you get a younger generation to start watching NASCAR like Talladega Nights did for for a lot of fans. I guess I don't know, but for me, I'm probably not watching that. I'm ready for Drive for Drive to Survive season two to start. Honestly. Uh. I've you been... underestimate the amount of Ricky Bobby shirts I see at a track every weekend. Oh, I don't deny that at all. You mm-hmm. should have seen that at my fraternity. That's what I'm certain. Just imagine 20, 21 Daytona 500 after everyone's had a full year since whenever it's supposed to come out. Because it said it's dropping in 2020. Everyone at the 20, uh, 2021 Daytona 500, just giant Kevin shirts. Kevin James shirts. It's going to be great. The entire I'm, garage is going to close that series. Oh, God. <laughs> God bless. Look, the one thing I'll say, Netflix is also on the hot seat in general because they came out this week and said there's the potential they might not let, like, release all series, like, series, whatever, series all at once. It's going to be per episode basis now per week. And it's like, Netflix can't do that. The whole point (laughs) of Netflix is that if I like an episode, I can watch the next one if I so choose. I have willpower. They're taking away the only thing I had with Netflix, which was my willpower. Can't do it. <laughs> you can't, can't binge. Like Netflix is is built upon binging. Exactly. And I understand why they would do it. Um, Amazon Prime did that with uh, Top Gear, or not Top Gear. I'm sorry. Um, the Grand Tour. Let me make sure legal ramifications. Mm-hmm. I get that right. Um, <laughs> so it makes sense for some shows, like maybe a cooking show, or maybe a competition show, or like that like a a nightly weekly thing like last week tonight i know they had something like that on there that was actually not bad um you know for some things like that but if you're doing that with this with this comedy series get out of here netflix please you're already losing the office don't lose anything else like i'm not an office guy but i will say the office is a good show i'm a parks and rec guy so i don't know brad what are you are you an office or parks and rec guy i am an either oh geez what's your show then (laughs) Uh, I like shows that make my brain sound and smell like oatmeal. So, trailer park I boys? like uh, Black Mirror. Oh, um, <laughs> not that kind uh, of oatmeal guy. The Ozark. <laughs> that is a great show. Okay, yeah. this man gets it. Have you seen Fargo? I have not, but I wanted to. Once Dale Jr. Get talked it. about it, I, I watched a couple episodes, but I haven't got into it. Get into it. It's fa- it's incredible. If I can give you recommendations, Fargo is great um true detective is two of the best seasons of television i've ever seen i watched the Um, oa that's another good one oa is an okay one um legion is my favorite show oh yes yeah oh you've seen legion yes 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 Yes. finally someone else who gets it all right (laughs) well we can nerd out about that after the we actually had a uh special a couple weeks ago on here so um we can nerd out about that later so other than that rounding out the field kyle larson's new mcdonald's scheme I i know you mentioned that to me is fire I'm completely Fire. on board that. Um, qualifying for the race this weekend been moved to Sunday at ten. I don't know yeah, why. I Wait, I what? Yeah, yeah. So not, okay, it wasn't moved to. It was that was the way it was scheduled. The way that Pockers' just... tweet read, uh, it looked like it said it was moved to that, and Pockers also kind of confused about it, which I've never seen Pockers curse before on Twitter. But he said WTH, and I was. You know he's upset when he the, when you get that out there. 
what are what are we even gonna do at the track on Saturday then? I don't, yeah, I don't know no why idea. they're what like it's just I don't know. I don't like when they when I first saw that I was like, why are they doing this? I hope they change it, and they have not. I don't know. Ooh. I mean, I guess it'll entice people to just tune into that instead of NFL more a little bit. Yeah, no, okay, because I'm definitely programming. I don't. I think because the the best part about Saturday at the track is that usually you'll have your Xfinity qualifying and your Cup practice in between your Xfinity qualifying to set you up for yeah. driver intros to then have an Xfinity race. So, yep. are we gonna have Xfinity qualifying, wait like two hours again, and then have the Xfinity race? That that might be what's honestly happening, unless I don't know what else That's... is going on. Mm. That's it's a baffling move, and because of that move, um, they will be uh ordering pit stalls based on owner points, which is also really oh. stupid coming into the final race for the chase oh. when you have guys that are literally tied in points right now. So I just yeah. don't. It's a baffling move on on NASCAR part. I don't get it, but you know, there's still time for them to change it. So. I don't think they will. They won't. Yeah, um, it, it's baffling. Um, Kevin, did you see this uh, tweet about Hemrick and Dylan? Yeah, that I, I like midway through the episode. I didn't talk for like three minutes because I was like trying to process that. Oh, that's why you were not talking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I yeah, know how so... to get you shut up. It's just another. <laughs> if you didn't see, uh, Brad, there's a rumor now that uh, Reddick might go to Ars or Roush. <laughs> I know, like, right? Out of nowhere, I don't know about I don't know that. How it would work, but imagine, about that. imagine Richard Childress just being like, "Yeah, you know, I have a really good talent in Xfinity that's winning races in a car I normally couldn't win races in. I'm gonna let him walk for my grandson and uh, this other guy that can't keep his car clean." Yeah, literally, Reddick's reasoning behind going to RCR was, "I see a clear path to Cup." <laughs> yeah, he said yeah. that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that makes sense. I and... had heard the rumor. A couple about a week and a half ago, that um, the, the RCR would say two team, Reddick would move into the eight, um, Hemrick would move to the 13, and Ty Dillon would take a corporate uh job basically. Um, within yeah, NASCAR, I saw I which saw that made some sense, but also was like Ty Dillon doesn't seem like the guy that wants to just give up though. I saw a comment on the uh subreddit saying that they mentioned that on DVC as well. So I'm probably going to listen to that tomorrow while I'm studying. But if that's true, if I'll text y'all to confirm it. But if that's true, then I, I buy that 100%. The best seasons in the entire world are spooky season, Christmas holiday season, and silly season. Those are, my, yeah. those are the top three seasons ranked. I agree. Football season is tied with uh, spooky season, though, because it's basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah, they overlap. Yeah, but Silly yeah. Season is by far one of my favorites because, like, you just get all this nonsense, and by the time the season starts next year, it's like all these rumors that we thought were going to happen just don't come to fruition, but it gets you so hyped for, like, the possibility. When it happens during the season, it's called Goofy Season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, is that what they're calling Xfinity now? I see. I love oh, wow. Comcast. Speaking about... <laughs> I love them, too. Speaking Our about season H2, goes faster than Xfinity Internet. <laughs> okay i'm gonna make sure to keep that one <laughs> um h2 motorsports speak of the devil uh door uh doors allegedly locked up by sheriff so yeah well, well, well um 
anyone know what's going on uh, actually? Uh, I have reached my representative from H2 Motorsports for a comment, and he sent me a shrug emoji. Oh, classic. <laughs> so uh, I have nothing to say about this. That's essentially the same thing Alex did when I asked about what happened with Tyler Dipple. He just was like, I don't know, old man shrug Isn't emoji. Isn't the owner of H2 Motorsports your age, Brad? He is. Yeah. Uh, wow. He what am also, I doing in my life? He was, but no, well, you're not uh, pretending you own an office complex. That's and fair. Then, I am doing better than that. Yeah. Like, I, I saw that article today and I was like, hmm, interesting. But yeah, I, it's, yeah, the owner kind of has a sketchy ish past. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if what happens happens. But I, I, yeah, I just feel kind of bad for everybody that's involved, especially like yeah. Pete Rondo, who came from mm-hmm. Furniture Row Motors or Furniture Row Racing, left that whole team yeah. at the end of the season and decided and got a job at H two, thinking that he was going to be doing the deal, and now he's kind of stuck. Yeah. That's that that's that's honestly super rough. I feel bad for that guy. Well, on lighter news, uh, Matt Pennell got a new sponsor for I was going to bring that up and Talladega. If you oh will, yes, the polarizing D-Nay. barstool sports media company has decided to sponsor our boy Matty D, and uh, definitely it's brought some interesting opinions from both sides. I, for one, have always been a stoolie. I love barstool. Dave Portnoy is an absolute moron, but he is a moron that everyone talks about. And I mean, this is going to get Matt Benedetto a lot more attention, whether it's positive or negative. That depends on where he finishes. But that car is sexy. I will say that right now. Stars and Stripes always look good on a NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And the One Byte app is going to be the primary at Vegas next weekend. <laughs> One Byte, everybody knows the rules. You know, I actually One have bite. that app. You really? Yes, what, I did. What does that did, app even do? You literally eat pizza, make a video about it, drunkenly give your score the pizza, and then post it on that app. And I've done it twice, actually. You can find both <laughs> my reviews in the Tampa Bay area. What's up? New York, New York. <laughs> That's actually a really good slice of pizza. I gave that like a drunken 7.6. It was actually very good. Um, Wow. I do pizza reviews like, you know, just in general. Dead, so I can't actually post them on there. But I'll just be like, all my friends are like, all right, you're the barstool guy. Like, what is this pizza? I'm like, "Ah, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Have y'all had pizza from Mellow Mushroom? Yeah. Oh, dude, that place is awesome. Okay. I think it's okay. There's definitely better pizza places. Oh, there is. Tallahassee, there are definitely better pizza. Oh well, yeah, Brad. I mean, have you ever been to FSU? Town. I have been. I don't remember it. Attaboy. Sounds right. Sounds oh, wait, right. For, for which reason? <laughs> uh, I don't. I can't remember the answer to that question. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an FSU weekend. Um, there is a pizza place. The only one that I ever will go to, like if I'm hungover, is um, what is that called? The mass Momos. Shouts oh. out Momos. I miss Momos. Yeah, they're so massive, much. dude. It's crazy. I used to live, excuse me, I used to live at um, the apartment across the street, so that's where I would go. But right. pizza in Tallahassee, like Game Street Pies was like the drunken move for me. That's where I would go normally. <laughs> I don't know. If we want to have a pizza podcast, we can absolutely get that going. Like, Ooh. Ooh. The one-bite oh, podcast. Oh, no, I don't want to get a cease and desist. They, uh, <laughs> they, they probably would just follow <laughs> They would love to take you to court, yeah. Yeah, no. Well, they would love to take me to court, but then I'd take them to court on not having a union boy. Damn. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey man, I I have a union here. Me and Kevin are paid the exact same amount of money for each episode. Zero dollars. <laughs> true. And yeah. Zero cents. <laughs> Straight up socialism. Right. It's not even a union. It's freaking communism. Okay, and we're doing it right by paying wow. no one. Even Steven. Nolan gets no money for this. Alex is the richest one out of all of us, and he gets no money either. So. Wow. Oh man, we miss you, Alex. Please, please come back next week for the super show. So, we do miss you, Alex. Speaking, I don't think do you see anything else on. Oh, I wanted to mention. I think there was uh, last week, and there was like a stadium truck race at Greg Biffle. Who else was in it? Um, Sheldon, it was Casey Mears, Sheldon Creed, Robbie Gordon, Casey Robbie Mears, Gordon. Robbie Gordon, Sheldon Creed, Ryan Evers. Dang. What a dream squad right there! Like, yeah. first of all, Casey Mears, man, I wish he was still in NASCAR right now. I love Casey Mears. But um, man, just what a what a ridiculous lineup for that. That must have been a lot of fun to be. I heard it was a really good finish too. They were dueling out top five under a blanket for most of the race. I'm probably gonna like watch that on YouTube if I can find the replay. Like that honestly would be a lot of fun to go back at. Yeah. Oh, All right, man. moving okay. on. We forgot to mention that. This rain delay was one of the greatest rain delays of all. Oh, yeah. I, I was going <laughs> to bring had, that up. Yeah, the front page of Reddit. We had Clint Boyer interviewing a potentially underage drunk fan uh, <laughs> on, on live television. We had Patterson <laughs> making Asian jokes and Denny Hamlin trying his absolute hardest not to lose everything <laughs> right oh, next my goodness. to him. And we had a guy call in to Victory Lap on NBCSN with his question being, I'm sorry, the rain delay is my wife's fault. <laughs> of course, how can I forget? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Great time watching it. And to uh, make the rain delay official, Bubba Wallace and uh, I believe Corey uh, yes. Joy. Uh, it was Corey, right? Yeah. Yeah, Corey were throwing footballs with the fans. So, you know, I mean, that just official. Oh man, I really am still mad that I did not catch a football. Bubba Daytona. I was so close. I'm so so close. Those, those fans oh. are rabid for that thing. I forgot uh, that I have a statistic for you guys. Oh, please nail us with that. It. We are at race number. Forgot what race number are we at. at twenty six. Uh, twenty five and. Are we completed twenty five? Yeah. Twenty five and three quarters. Okay. All right. So we the Xfinity Series is twenty four races in. And there has not been a single rainout. What? Well, now you've jinxed it. Well, I Indy, don't care. indeed, the weather forecast looked good, but now <laughs> Hurricane Dorian's literally just about to roll through <laughs> the entire southeast. I'm going <laughs> to call in an NASCAR victory lap and be like, I'm so sorry. Rain delay is my co host, Bald, and my guest on the episode. Shouts out, Left Turns, Loud Noises. Uh, that's, oh. that's a, has, has that ever happened? That no, is a surprising statistic. No, that's definitely not happening in Xfinity. That's that has never happened. That like legit seems too hard to believe, just because with everything, like there's been cup races. We've had what three cup races get pushed back to a later date. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm well aware of the Daytona one, and I'm pretty sure Xfinity ran in the same weekend. Well, y'all mm-hmm. had y'all. I mean, the start of uh, Daytona, Daytona got delayed, back. but you guys haven't had any postponed. No rainouts. That's yeah, that's no postponing. Crazy. All right. Well, at least we can always count on it. It's getting done the same day. Yeah. Not having uh-huh. 
NASCAR in 2020 looks looks what they saw in 2019, saying every Sunday is going to be a doubleheader with Xfinity and Cup. <laughs> They've <laughs> solved the crisis right there. Uh, right there I there. love a Wednesday afternoon race. Which, by the way, I think they should do that. Um, I, I don't know if we've even touched that on this podcast, but we I feel oh, like... you love bringing that up, and I just don't think it's a good idea. I think you're not one get the race weekend a year, not including like the Pocono doubleheader. Um, or like, like the Dover Spring Race or something like that. Like have the I would love to see Michael Rooker trying to advertise <laughs> that. Probably. Have like, the Xfinity race on at like eleven or eleven thirty, and then Cup right after it. That would be so much fun. Keep it all on the same network. Fans don't even have to change a channel. Ooh. Fans in the stands. Maybe give them like a two-hour window to. Uh, going to the track and whatnot it gives the teams the opportunity to switch up pit boxes and all that i i really mm-hmm. feel like it could work rain would screw it but yeah rain will screw the pokemon double header next year and they already went ahead with it so well welcome yeah to okay welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> it would be a long day that's all yeah, I have to yeah say. It would that be would a be a very ridiculous. very long day but it would probably be better having a wednesday afternoon race that is close to where they were last week and then having an off week right after that. Yeah, now, like, now when you say Wednesday afternoon, what time do you mean? Or do you mean Wednesday night? I mean, like, let's say we're going to Richmond. We're going to Richmond Wednesday night. Please. And we're going to have a, let's just say we'll have a cup race at Richmond yeah. Wednesday night. If you could have that be, like, right before the Easter break, have that at, like, Wednesday and then have the race before that be like Bristol or something. Yeah. Something close and then to have that. an off week. They have like an off week that weekend and then go back to whatever track the week after that. Yeah. That'd be cool. It would shorten up the schedule for sure. Yeah. No, that definitely would solve that problem, but I don't know. I don't know if you could do it with any other um, weekend besides Easter, just because that's the only like every single year it's on the same date. Yeah. Or at least what? Not, Hold or on. Not... Wait, no, no, no. Easter. No, 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 I mean, I mean, every... No, no, not that. What what I'm trying to say is that every single year there is an Easter bye week. Yeah, okay, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like Dude, the, the other bye weeks on the schedule is always on November 26th. No. <laughs> yeah, like Bortles did. Do where's Bortles on now? Uh, the Rams. Okay, but yeah, finish your point. <laughs> oh, Mine? me. No, not you. I would never speak rudely to you. I'd only speak rudely to my guest or my <laughs> guest, my host. Jeez, your host. And Damn. I'm going to bed. It's good to go. <laughs> That's, that was my point. I'm just saying uh, because with the other weekends, it's kind of like, well, why not just run Sunday? And yeah, like, I get that you yeah. have not weekend, but it makes the week before that hell even more. And I feel like at that point, it's kind of uh, a wash with it. And, you gotta also and think about obviously like, be better with on a weekend than a weekday night. You gotta also think about like you know the crew and like everything. Like probably want vacation time. Exactly. All, uh, all yeah. I'm saying, I would love a Wednesday race because that would cut Speedway is just Kevin, waiting for the opportunity. We got three years until that could happen. At That's all I'm um, saying. All right. Before my computer's at 13. percent I'm using my phone to record, but I do need to get this stat out there. Before that, there was an ARCA race at Duke. Someone... Duke University, wow. No, dude. Wow, yeah, wow. It was hosted by Daniel Jones and no, none other. Duquoin State Fairgrounds. I massacred that. D-U-Q-U-O-I-N. Duquoin. Oh, okay. 
Deploying, <laughs> Illinois, um, State Fairgrounds, won by Christian Eckes. So congratulations, Christian Eckes. He's going to get moved up into trucks, I think, full-time next year. I hope so. Probably. I mean, he's probably that better than Todd drive. Gillen right now. Yeah. Um, our boy, um, your boy, Riley Herbst, finishing sixth. So he's, he's up there, Kevin. Don't, he's, he ain't my boy. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know who you were talking to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kevin loves Riley Herbst. You like Riley Herbst? <laughs> no, he does not like Riley Herbst. I mess with, <laughs> I mess with him so much. Um, and Ken Schrader, speak, we brought him up earlier in, the, in this episode, but he actually started on the pole for this race. Um, only led one lap, but I mean, it's always cool to see Ken Schrader out there. Also with the legend Bobby Gerhardt racing again. It's got to be like his thousandth race this race. <laughs> um, and of course, the ghost of Tim Richmond uh, finishes 14th. So ah, very out. nice. Very nice. Yeah, Tim Richmond. W- yes. Will Kimmel um, is still out there racing in Arca, but not doing wow. very well. I It just sucks because Will was doing great and then had that really scary accident. And Oh, hasn't yeah. really been relevant yeah it just sucks because i honestly thought that he could have had the career that frank never got to have i could have sworn he was working for venerini or no frank's been working he was now he's running for bill kimmel which i assume is frank's brother or something um venerini yeah. right now is ekis um cv and self which i mean that's a good lineup um, in arco right now that's that's looking good i was um, thinking more like in the like behind the scenes type thing i just when i saw him probably I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. He he seems to have a pretty wide reach. Um, I don't really have anything else for the episode. You guys got anything? Uh, um, Kyle Larson just won the Stoops Pursuit, whatever that is. Oh, of course, the the nice. classic Stoops Pursuit. He was. I think uh, that's what they were talking about uh, during the race. That he was excited for this weekend. So congrats on on winning that. Can you oh, please win it? Kyle, ex- okay. What the race was, but Kyle Larson won because he was literally the only car left on the track. Oh, <laughs> everyone else wrecked. Oh yes, of course, the classic <laughs> method. How That's could I awesome. have forgotten? Oh my goodness, That's so cool. <laughs> I was gonna put the Red Sox game on in the background. I completely turned on my Xbox and forgot. So classic me. I'm nice. Probably losing. All right. Well, well thank you so much. Yeah, Brad, thank you so us. much. Hey, right, welcome. Um, I had fun. Um, so um, you can follow him on Twitter at. This is where you put your handle in. <laughs> oh, uh, Brad X Perez. I'm very sorry in advance. No, <laughs> no. Following him on Twitter is actually a wonderful. That's pretty much how I, I got to uh, know Brad a little bit. Was just following him on our uh, podcast Twitter. Um, so give him a follow. You can give the podcast follow at LTLN Podcast. Um, it's also our Instagram handle. Um, we are on. We are officially on every major podcasting network now. We got on Spotify last week. Um, right after I drop the episode. So we are on Spotify now. Give us a subscribe, a follow, download all our episodes, give them heart reacts, favorite them, show them to your mother, show them to your dad, show them to your stepdad, show them to your strange sister. Like, show them to everyone, you know. Let everyone know, especially show it to Haley Deegan. Um, <laughs> Brad, thank you for the follow. Um, but yeah, <laughs> other than that, we are hoping to have a very big episode next week. I am a little bit up in the air with my schedule right now so obviously hurricane dorian just hit um the bahamas and obviously you know huge devastation over there i actually did today um sign up for the american red cross to volunteer my time and potentially try and go to the bahamas and help out if i can i live like 90 miles away so i mean you know i I mean (laughs) dude i might just honestly paddleboard out there 
um but i do want i did want to help no matter um how i can if i end up going over there it's gonna be a little bit more challenging trying to record this episode but we are trying to do a uh chase preview super show we're gonna have our boy methfield back on um hopefully alex will be on hopefully nolan will be back he has been texting us more recently yes he has about uh, he's been very active so the man is starting to come back to us so i told you he's coming back um but we're hoping to have that show next week um it's gonna be a long one just like this one bear with us if you have a long drive to antarctica perfect you can (laughs) listen to both simultaneously but um until next week i've been anthony i've been kevin and I am Brad. There we go. <laughs> there it is. I, I couldn't get the boys from New Tailgate to get that um, right last week. So thank you, Brad. You got it. Um, and until next week, we'll see you. Love you guys. Thanks, Al. Your way.